Episode one. You already know. Buh, 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 buh. It's the Teletalk Boys in the cut, bringing you nothing but that fresh cut, 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 cut meat. Word to the Jews. All right. Uh, first off, a hiatus. Hi, haters. Uh, we're back Ooh. off of um, a quick vacay for like two weeks. We no missed doubt, two episodes. No Wait, where'd you where'd you go out to, brother? I was in the city of Ooh, New York. The city of for the two Big weeks. Apple. Shout out to Devil Wears Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to East New York. You already know. You're, no shout out to Queens. No offense, though. <laughs> Who's from Queens? Nas. Yeah, so I'm keeping that statement. Okay. Nas has Nori's always also from Queens. Okay, yeah, I take half back. Um, it's mad niggas from Queens, mom. Deep. Oh, okay, never mind. It's I take mad back niggas from statement. Queens. Uh, Ronnie Fogg's from Queens. Yeah, I think okay. Teddy Sensitive is from Queens, too. Okay. <laughs> you had me at Ronnie Fogg, and then I was like, you know what? I'm on my fuck Queens, but you said Teddy, and I was like, you know what? I'm on my, I ride with Queens. All right, so we back. Uh, not to be confused, this is season two. Yeah, so it's a whole new season. Episode one. You already know. We ended on uh, episode 10 of season one. You know, we got picked up by Fox, so we got a few episodes We're coming out. We're definitely not picked up by Fox. You know. Um, so. Oh, I got a, <sighs> just a quick cover up. Um. We've been away for two weeks. I want to let y'all know that I don't beatbox. I beatbox. You've been dying to say that <laughs> shit. All right, so we're back. Um, just to give like a little background, uh, I was in New York, so I'm going to be speaking about like New York shit, like shops and things of the nature of New York, the culture this, of New York. This basically is a New York episode, so pull up. It won't be slice. the New York episode. It's just know. We got Wayno chilling in the pre-production room. Kind of giving you a map out of like what New York is like. Well, not what New York is like. For people who want to go shop in New York, I did a few shoppings and vintage and then high-end shit as well. Uh, my son, AB Dash, was also on vacation. Yeah, I was in uh, Estonia. I don't even know where Estonia is. <laughs> I don't even think Estonia is know where that is. <laughs> Alright, so I guess we'll 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 start it off with uh the difference between major shops in this in like the major cities that I've seen compared to the like uh not I wouldn't say not major cities but the smaller cities that might have like one or two uh like shops. A lot of cities don't even have shit like that. Yeah, at like all. like the your local vans where everyone is an asshole is probably the closest thing you're gonna get to. Yeah, I'm not talking about shops like that at all. I'm talking like shops like. Uh, your Kiffs, your Pro Cells, your Metropolises. Oh, your, like these bigger shops. I think you're talking about like the Amulet well, Mill shops. Well, I mean, shop. uh, Pro Cells is a small shop as well. Yeah. Um, uh, Noah. The Undefeated of the World. Undefeated, uh, A-Life. Yeah. Things oh, like shout that. shout out A-Life. Of yeah, like, uh, of like, um, those, um, uh, Tier Zero stores that get like, yeah. They don't get your Team Jordans and shit like that. They don't have Jordan gear in there. Do they have, yeah, like... They, they were built in the 90s. Yeah, they have, like, Nike there. Lab shit and stuff like that. Um, also, high-end things like Barney's. I don't think a lot of people have Barney's in these cities. Where the fuck is Barney's besides New York and, like, London? It's a lot of Barney's, niggas. There's a Barney's everywhere. They yeah. have, we have a Barney's here, too. Yeah, but they sell boats. Not Barney's, that Barney's, <laughs> nigga. It's, like, Barney's, like... New York Barney's nigga, um, with like a uh, sax, oh, stuff like that. Oh, that's just, um, that's just different. Bloomingdale's, Bloomingdale's, like that, like of that nature's like Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> Nordstrom Rack <laughs> is not a, a fucking high end, but even though you might come up on some good come ups on that, we you, should have an episode you, off on like 
places where you can go to get some good come ups. We like just that. go to Nordstrom Rack. Cause Marshalls, you can get some good come ups too. Dog. I wouldn't say like high end come ups, but nah, we could pick go up get some Marshall. underwear from Marshalls, Ooh. and you would, you would save it. or some socks. If you shit, didn't you get socks at Marshalls, you played yourself playing fifteen dollars for a three pack. I don't think I, I don't think I've ever paid full retail price for socks or. Facts. Things, but then you get the foul nigga who tried them on and didn't fit. And oh, just, who the fuck like, tries on socks at Marshall? Not socks, socks, it's nigga underwear. Who the fuck does that? It's I had a pack. Nah, okay, exactly. So I had a pack of uh, the microfiber. Oh, no, this foul, bro. The micro, I think the the micro Calvin's uh, boxer briefs, and I opened it, and somebody you can clearly see that somebody tried them on and like folded it back and put it in there. Dog, the, that's on the same caliber of people who like loogie in your food before they serve it to you. Because oh, gross! Who the fuck does that? The same people who try and underwear and put it back in the well, box. I'm, I'm assuming that the people who did that to the people who are eating, the people were being a dick. Nah, they do it because like their IQ is below sixty four. That's very low. That is very low. That is very low. I don't think you're allowed to serve food at that IQ. I mean, in our PC world that we live in now. I wouldn't say PC, but... <laughs> this is Fox News yeah, sponsored. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying being PC. <laughs> this is Fox News sponsored. Yeah, so the... We're not sponsored by Fox News, by the way. That's right. Um, I'm sorry. We're a conglomerate brand. They... They, uh... So, the thing that I got in New York is like a sense of arrogance. I've, I've been in New York plenty of times. I go to New York probably three, but four it, times a year. is that like a, a shop thing? Like a brand thing? Or just a New York thing? It's like... No. It's like the people who are in there feel like... You should... You, you should be like happy to be in here. The workers there. Yeah, like, yeah. or or it's like, well, I think this is just like a gener- uh, generation thing nowadays anyways. It's like, you look me up and down and I could clearly see that you like what I have on, but you won't tell me, you yo, that's, that's dope. They don't even, they'll do that fucking thing where they cover their mouth with their hand like this. They do the fucking little mask and like, I think one shit. person told me that I had some, no, a few people told me that I had some dope shit on, but out of like the million, millions of people who were like looking, uh, the first day I was in New York, I hit, uh... Round two, and yeah. one of the workers in round two was like, "Yo, that's a stripe, that's a dope striped shirt." But he gave a backhand compliment, but he was like, "Even though I don't know what brand it is, like, what the fuck does it matter? If it's the dope, fuck? it's dope, my nigga. Like, what are you talking about?" That sounds like a nigga who works at round two. <laughs> no, see, round two, you have to know who to who to speak to in round two, because they have some cool people in round two, but then they got some dicks that too, like. I feel like it's with any other store. Like, you know who you cool with in the store. Did round two start in New York? No, right? No, round two started in Virginia. Yeah. And then from Virginia, they made a LA one, and then they did New York, and now they have the one in Miami. Yeah, that makes sense that he couldn't keep the Like, I like the store, but I feel like how they portray themselves on the show isn't how they are in person. Then again, like, maybe I did catch somebody on the wrong day. People are allowed to have bad days. Nah, But, like... You're not allowed to have bad days. A lot of... Okay. A lot of niggas do be hating. I'm, like... The, the coolest nigga at round two in New York is the security guard. <laughs> they got security guards? Yeah, you have to have security guards in New York to, like, stores oh. and shit. But, um, and they all wear suits, too. It's like, it's like they're all Louis Vuitton stores or whatever. But the one thing that I was going to say about that is I had a story for that, uh, for the security guard. I mean, the security guard got cool. So the first day I went, I was in the Uber with a shorty, and... I was coming out of the Uber, so I, she was on the uh, she was on the left hand side. I was on the right hand side, and round two was on the right hand side. So yeah. I thought she was gonna go out of her side and come around and come around. So I opened the door and I closed it on it. Yeah, and this nigga's just shaking his head. He was like, "Yo," he looks at Shorty and she, he was like, "Yo, you should never go on a date with this nigga again." <laughs> but the Shorty I was with was like a sister to me, so that shit yeah. don't matter to me. And then another another thing that I was gonna say about um how they was hating in there. So I went in there to sell something. Um, so I ended up getting like maybe like eight hundred bucks, seven hundred bucks, some shit like that. 
And I, I don't like keeping money in my pockets because it looks weird. I already have, like, an asthma pump in my wallet in my pocket. So it already looks like I got, like... Shout out, Rocky. Like, uh, elephant titus or some shit. I think it said elephant titus. Because <laughs> it makes it look weird. Don't Google that. Um, so, so it made it, it makes it look weird. So, short, so I, I was like, yo, here, put this money in your purse. And Shorty had a, a canary yellow, uh, Goyard side bag. So some niggas, some niggas watched me put the money in there. So the optics of that already looks like, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm with a Shorty already. I come and get money, and I'm immediately dipping, and I'm, t- I'm, put, I'm putting the money in her wallet. Like, like, yeah, like I gave her $800 just yeah, like just to off show the strength. <laughs> like, yeah, like just, just for coming. So I already seen the optics of it. So I was like, ah, if I... If I was if I was a hating nigga, I hate at that point too. Like, <laughs> like I, I see why. Like if I already had like fucking piss in my cereal, I'd be pissed at that too, bro. But I don't understand why. Like it's like I'm, I just never had that that sense of I, like. I think it's because the Goyard bag was canary yellow. If it was like the red joint, that yellow, that yellow is hard. Very that yellow is hard. But um, yeah, I've never been that type of person where it's like you have something that I want, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just hate. Like if you have some dope shit on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell that you, yeah, yo, that yeah. shit is dope. Very few times that I ever told somebody like, yo, that shit is dope. But right. in the times that I do tell people, it's because I really mean like, yo, that shit is dope. Like I'm not gonna slob on your knob, but like, yo. Yeah, I'm not, yo, bro, nice. you're so you super. Now I'm gonna be like, yo, that shit dope, and I'm gonna keep it moving. Facts. Like, like I'm not gonna go out of my way to tap you on your shoulder and be like, yo, the shit you got. But if I if if we I've, make if we make the eye contact, like, yo, I, I fucking. I've had those weird moments where Dog, niggas, when niggas come like walk you down and be like, yo, that shit's fucking dope, bro. Yeah. Like I actually had that shit in round two too, because the shoes that I was taking is a hyped up shoes, the off white presto. I took I took the shoes. Get in there, and the dude who was at the counter, he looked he was young, he was like 15. So I probably could have been like that when I was 15. So I opened the box, and he was like, Sheesh, Sheesh. and I'm like, Yeah, I, I understand because that's a sneaker that you really want. Yeah, and I'm coming in here just like, Yo, I asked the dude, I was like, Yo, how much I paying for this in this size? And I, he was like, Yo, I'm, I'll pay you this amount of money. And I was like, I right, take it. And he just opened it and looked at it, and uh, and just, just they just give you a ticket, and you go to the um, to the front person, and they count the money. The chick. That was counting the money reminded me so much of you, dog. Me? Exactly like you. It was like, like the female way? version of you. Oh, yo, I'm about like, pipe. What she was doing, well, the way she was counting money was very centric. She was like counting it and like moving <laughs> side to side and shit like that. And I'm thinking she's like vibing to the song, but she's just doing it to be goofy because I'm there. And I'm like, what the fuck? And she was like, that should be 500 because she was counting the 500s. She was, and then she was like, that's supposed to be 500. I'm like, yo, you mad eccentric. And she just started yo, laughing. Can I just say, if someone's counting me money, I don't want to hear that should be. <laughs> I want to hear that should yeah, be. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I said. Weird. Like, she, that no, but she, you know how people do. Like, yeah. uh, So she was like, that should be 500, but count it. Yeah. So I, I counted it right in front of her. I was going to count the money anyway. I mean, I do that shit in Monopoly. So I'm like, you better count this shit fucking bank. I do count money in Monopoly no, too. Because niggas be cheating. But whoever's the bank in Monopoly always cheats. Facts. They always never want to play fair. Always cheat. You know, fuck a hotel and keep it pushing. Niggas, niggas always be like, take, take a 500 and slip it in. Oh, no, but those no. are the people who always lose. I always notice. The niggas like, who cheat in Monopoly lose. Yeah, not, not even that. Like in life though too. Like Monopoly is a very life game for real. Because yeah. niggas who cheat in Monopoly, niggas will take $5,000 in Monopoly and lose. Yo, word to the wise, buy Baltic Avenue. What's, which one's Baltic? It's like the second one. The purple ones? No, the blue. No, the buy the purple Buy the purple, ones. buy the yellow. Also the reds. No, buy, buy the, the buy the yellow, the purple. If, if you can get the baby blue, buy those and the yeah. oranges. The greens are too much. Facts. And they're only good late game. Yeah, the green are too much, but if you land on them, you'll make a lot of money. But then again, the... the it costs a lot of money to set up. The hotels cost a lot of money to set up. So does um, um, Park Place and yeah, things. Yeah, you gotta get a good return on your investment. The purple ones are actually not that bad either. Those but are the, like the first ones, aren't no, they? No, the, pr- the second ones. 
The purple ones are like St. James Place and all that shit. Or oh, what color is that one? Pink? I know one's pink and one's purple. The purple ones are the what we call the, the Jex when I play. The, the Jex. Yeah, because they're the cheap ones. But oh, you the make one of them. No, yeah, the, the very first, first ones are the baby blue ones. Yeah, exactly. Those no, no, the very first ones are the, the purple ones. Because oh. it's gold and then the, there's the purple ones and then there's the three. Yeah, those are the ones I fuck with heavy. Yeah. Like on turn three, I got like fucking four houses. The way, the way I equate that shit is to the purple ones are the projects and then the baby blue ones are middle income housing. You get that shit, that's where you make the most money at. No you don't make most money in luxury places. Just equate that to being like life. Actually, as soon as niggas pass that go, you just take that 200 off them. Oh, niggas be cheating passing that go too, nigga. How, all right, so how do you play Monopoly? You do one round, you, everybody goes around and collects go, or you just offer it, you can buy Everyone has to go around. Ah, you're one of those niggas. Everyone gotta go around. I like to get to the. I like to get to the nitty gritty. Just go. Not because you can Just get. Uh, the whole point of like the first round is to like, everyone start doesn't start off at the same place, so by the time everyone has gone around, someone could be farther ahead. Exactly. So that leaves one person to always get the most shit. At the very end, yeah. No, in the very beginning. No, no, because you want to. If you do that way, you want to low. You won't. Low rolls the whole first go around. That way you could be at, at like, go last. Why would you want to be at go last? Because then you could pass all the stuff. Yeah, but you don't get to buy anything because of, for the first roll. I'm saying like on the second. Oh, on the second. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's the now same, that you're last. That's the same feeling I have for just going. So like you roll and we all start at go. You roll, you pick what you want. Nah, but it. I feel like it's fair. That's like um. I always feel bad for the niggas. How who, do you decide who goes first? Who got the highest roll? Yeah, who, okay. who has the highest roll on the dice? So and just, I'm very good at that. Oh, no doubt. You got to shake that shit sideways. Um, pause. Yeah, but that, like, that, I don't know how the fuck we got on Monopoly. We just went on a tirade, but yeah. So, going back to the thing about round two, since we were already talking about round two, I think I already told the story and shit. Um, that was like the only place that gave me a vibe. The, the, Hold uh, up. What? Was Shorty kind of the money cute? She's alright. You all like right. her. Alright, cool. She That's had features that it, it would that would be like all, when, all I had when to we go back. Like when we go back, we're going to run to another. Oh, I forgot we out. Yeah. So um, the other thing they do have a good uh, selection of shit. Yeah. But I don't like round two that much because it's super crowded. Like people sit in there and wait because you know they do like those steals, like where somebody will bring something in and they will give them like a low offer or something like that. Um, so they can like flip it and turn around real quick. Like for example, like if the Sean Witherspoon ninety sevens come in there, yeah, and they use, they probably give them like two something so they can sell it at four, which I I, I like because you're selling things at a reasonable price rather than like paying crazy prices. Like if you go to stadium goods like Flight Club, or something you gotta like pay like six eight hundred bucks for them. So people just wait there so they can get those steals. It's, it's mostly in. proxies and shit like yeah. that. So it, that's what it's. But I like the selection of things. It's just like. I was looking for shorts because it was super hot in New York. Yeah. Um. So I was looking for shorts, but I couldn't find shorts. But then I, when I went on the Instagram page, it's like a fucking pile of shorts. So I guess you have to ask somebody for it. I noticed that a lot in New you York. You gotta ask well. for everything. Yeah, I noticed that a lot in New York. That uh, we went to ProSell. Me and Tristan. Shout out to Tristan. Yo, shout out Young T. Um. So we, I have like a story time with Tristan as well, like to give you like the background of all the things that we did. So. Uh, we went to ProSell and I was like, yo, how much is this? And Tristan was like, yo, you have to ask. And it, and every shop that we went to, we have to ask. And I was yeah. like, maybe that's a, a tactic that they use that you have to, like, so you can engage already. So, like, you're already engaging. Rather than you just looking at the price and being like, nah, I can't afford that shit. Or I don't want to pay that shit. Rather than me, I, I think I was looking at a, um, maybe a Dennis Rodman vintage team from, like, yeah. 92 or... A- I don't know. Hold on. on. On that topic, like, I feel like when someone tells me the price versus me seeing it, 
I feel like I'm more comfortable, like, if the price is really high, if I see it, I'm more inclined to buy it than if someone tells me the price that's really high. See, I think people get, I think why they do that as that tactic is because people get nervous, they want, like, to ask. So, if, if I asked and it was, like, 200 and I was like, damn, I want to look like a broke nigga, I got to pay this 200 Oh, no doubt, but exactly. you got to be mad pussy to get that. Yeah, that's, I'll, that's you, what the niggas not, at the kiosk yeah, at the mall you, get you. you're not getting me with that. Yeah. You might have you got, like, a younger person with that, but you're not getting me with that. But, like, and I'm that shit's on my price range, I'm like, bet, and I'm putting that shit back on the rack. But they but they have, like, the best uh, selection. Pro style? Yeah. It's very small. So, it's, it's I wouldn't say it's easy to have a better selection, but it's, like, a top rack for men and a bottom rack for women. And then on the side, they had accessories. They had, actually, I wanted to buy this. So when we do videos for the podcast, I wanted to have it on the table. It was the first Supreme business card. Oh, that's cool. It shit. was That was pretty dope to me. Like, I, I'm not a person who collects Supreme accessories, but that was pretty dope to me because that was like a 90s card. That's just and, interesting. Yeah, and they had it in that big, like, you know, those big cubes and shit that are like, uh, yeah. like are white. Like something that you put a card in, like a... Uh, just like a case. Yeah, case kind of like that, except a sticker. You know when it's not like a like just a hollow case in there and there's a card in there? It's like the thick one. So like, like you, it kinda like floats in Yeah, so you have to break it to get into the oh, thing. That's fire. Like that, yeah. Kinda like um the the gift that they give them for the Supreme Ball. Like the, the bouncy ball. Yeah, it's you know how it's in there like that? It's like that. So yeah, I got so since we were talking about Pro Cell, um I'll switch over to another vintage shop that we went to is Machopolis. It's, it's a pretty well known um vintage shop. Uh also also went there with Tristan. Machopolis is like it has the most shit. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. Like, if you have a, a day to go look at vintage shit, it's a lot. But the one thing that I didn't like about that is that they charge... Their cheapest price for everything is $30. And most of the $30 things ugly. are reprints. Yeah, it's kind of whack. So the thing is that, I, that I've noticed with that is that with vintage shops, if you're not going to get, well, like, a super low thing, like... You you a super low price on the item. You have to if you want the super low price on the item, you you have to go pick that out. That's one thing that I that I've noticed because I'm like every vintage shop that I went to, like I know that you got this for like twelve dollars or like ten dollars. You gotta barter, but some of them niggas don't even like entertain that. No, they do. They'll they'll, they'll let you, they'll let you like uh haggle with a mission like that. Um, another thing that I learned on this trip is that I didn't know that Dennis Rodman vintage gear is sought after as, as, as high as it is. People really like Dennis Rodman. No, because I was like, yo, this Dennis Rodman is hard. This Dennis Rodman tee is hard. So basically, the Dennis Rodman tee was, uh, I believe it was like a 1993 tee. is white. And then, uh, in the, in the, in his face was like gray. And yeah. like that gray, like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, um, staticky, like a picture. Yeah. And then his hair was neon, um. Like, like a neon green? Like airbrushed? No, it's this is like a print. Uh, so, and I was, I was like, yo, how much is this tea? It's like $200. I'm like, $200 for a Dennis Rodman vintage tea? that shit back. Nigga, I go to Acne Studios right now and go get a tea. Nigga, I could meet up with Dennis Rodman for $200. He looks like he needed it. <laughs> yeah, he'd take you to Korea or some shit. <laughs> uh, so, in a weird way, I, I find them, like, in New York, it's very, they're very helpful and a very, like, dickish at times. Like... The thing is, it's different from, like, your local, like, mall or some shit. It's just not a 16-year-old working at a store. Yeah. Like, in stores like that, it's, like, somebody who actually is of the culture. So, when you tell them that you're going for a look, it's, um, it's, they, they get it. They'll yeah. be, they'll know what look you're going to go for if, if you say, like, nah, I want, like, a little tighter down here. Or I want this type of look. People be like, oh, all right, I'll get it. And then, like that. Like, they already got it in their head what you're trying to go for. Yeah, for, like, example, when we went to, uh... Acne Studios. I walked in. I had uh, the Pro Era T-shirt, right? So yeah. it's like this long-haired dude, uh, long-haired white dude, and he has glasses and shit. He looked like 
every long hair white dude that like models or some shit. So he was like, that shirt's fucking dope. And then <laughs> Vir- Virgil's doppelganger, this guy looks like exactly like Virgil except a little lighter. And and he dressed like Virgil too. I think that's what he was going for. The the Virgil esque. Yeah. So um, the 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 white kid was like, "Yo, that does is fucking dope." And the the, the dude Virgil Junior was like, "He's a fucking poser. Don't believe him." So then I'm, <laughs> so this is already. Oh, he's calling you a poser. No, him. The, the white dude oh, a poser. Yo. So no, nah, he definitely didn't call me a poser. Um, so I went to the back, like the behind the counters where they have all the jeans and stuff. And I like Agnew Studio jeans a lot. And the guy comes over, the white dude comes over, and he was like, dude, who's your favorite member, man? And I'm like, I guess Joey, because, like, Joey's the person who I listen to the most. He was like, hell yeah, man, I fuck with Kurt and all them shit like that. Like, I follow Pro Era, but not as hard as, like, a Pro Era fan would. Or, like, not as hard as, like, this dude is appearing. To, like, yeah, like, so the, the virtual guy comes in again, he's like, man, don't fucking listen to this guy. And he was like, he was like, yo, like, how can I help you and stuff like that? He was, Agnes Studios had the best customer service out of all of them. Yeah. Like the I first mean, they probably have top five product available. For sure. The first time I went in it was a little like you get that little bougie vibe where it's like uh people looking at you like you shouldn't be in here or some shit yeah, like that. But the people like remove that? Yeah, so no no. The guys who went there were, were cool. Like he was telling me the fits and stuff like that. Like I know generally the fits and stuff like that. But if you if, if you understood who I went with, Tristan is not the most like uh he's not the most I wouldn't say the most appealing. I I don't think he's the most inviting person. Of people, right? Like if you if you want to picture my son Tristan, Tristan is straight out of the nineties in two thousand eighteen. He had a huge Gore-Tex on because it was raining. Had the Gore-Tex. He has a huge Gore-Tex on, and he had an army uh, army fatigue backpack like duffel because we were going to go to round two. Where he yeah. was going to sell a lot of shit. Um, so uh, I think he meant approachable. He's not the most yeah. He's not the most dude. approachable. He, he's not pushing T. Yeah, he's not he's not the most approachable dude. But one thing that I noticed about. Tristan, that I think a lot of people notice about is like they get nervous in places like that, cause the vibe is generally that you're not supposed to be in here type shit. Yeah. So when we went in there, I'm engaging with the with the people and stuff like that. I'm talking. I, I need to know like what do you have, what's in, what what like what's coming in and stuff like that. Um. So I was looking at jeans and stuff like that, and then the guy came over. He's like, Yo, go. You guys want some water? You guys want some? Some uh, sparkling water, some champagne, or some shit like that, for, right? For the free, by the so, way. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you a life tip right now, because this is exactly what Tristan said. So, I got sparkling water, and then Tristan said he didn't want anything, and then I got sparkling water. I got like a... like a. I, I'm willing to bet like 100 bucks. He said, yo, you got to pay for that? No. So, <laughs> so this is what happened. All right, so I got sparkling water, and the guy was like, yo, you sure you don't want anything? And he, Tristan was like, yeah, I'll take a sparkling water, too. <laughs> And he was like, yo, I didn't know that, he was like, I didn't know they give you that shit. And I was like, yeah, like, they give you a lot of free shit. Like, if you, like, you come in and, like, interact or, like, you seem like you're going to buy something. Yeah. And he was like, I was like, you just have to act like you know. Well, not even act. You just act, you just act like a normal person and just be like, I want to buy jeans and this is what I want. This is this and that. He was like, he was like, oh, shit, I'm going to come here with my homeboys next week and get some free water. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah, yo, Tristan's a fucking legend, one thousand percent. Like, and the funny thing is, is that he knows a lot of things about clothes. So I'm like, you don't, you shouldn't be awkward in the space. This is only awkward in the spaces to people who don't know yeah. about like clothing. Like, and then when uh, we walked out, he was like, "Yo, if I go back, if I go back to my hood with this shit, niggas are gonna think I'm super bougie." <laughs> That's the thing, though. This, this is my man's right here. He's from Farragut Projects. Yeah. So if he's going to a place where they're serving you sparkling water. I said, you know, it's kind of off. Yeah, but I like to introduce people to new things. I'm sure he fucking was like... No, he was he was it. with it. Like, he was with it. So I mean, that, um, was, that was not the same day y'all got the Kasubi? 
Yeah, so all right, all right, this is all on the same day. So we're just going to keep it on the same timeline. So after we left uh, Agony Studios, we went to BBC, which is down the street. Um, BBC is a store for me. It's like uh, if you want human-made or you want BBC clothing and stuff like that, you want BBC collabs, uh, they have more commie, like a more commie like thing. Like see where you can sit in. Uh, the BBC, if you take a picture with the BBC uh, thing, of the BBC sign, like a, an animated, um, what's that shit called? Animated yeah, Moon Man, the astronaut, yeah. will, will come out and, in the oh, picture. Like, it will come out in That's the picture, cool. like in the 3D form. Um, shout out to the, the security guard there, too. He's super dope. I guess I'm, I'm cool with all the security guards, because that nigga was cool. He's a but he's not player. more of a security guard. I think he just works there. I yeah. think he's like a doorman type vibe. But um, BBC, to me, I never get anything out of BBC. Like, BBC has a good selection, but I never get anything out of BBC. Like, they have good things, but I feel like it's a little uh, pricey. Um, for the things like, I feel like did get up. Yeah, I, I like, remember like I never copped it, but when that shit went on, um, what's it called, Karma Loop? Yeah. I would always cop on Karma Loop. Well, they they have other selections of things. They have like neighborhood um yeah. collabs and like I don't know. They don't have vape in there, but they have human made and stuff like that. The thing is with me is like I noticed like uh, uh like going to stores with me doesn't really like resonate because I can get it cheaper from other places. Yeah. And I'm not gonna just pay something because I went into a store or whatever. But BBC does have a good selection, and it's a dope store to go into. I feel like a lot of people just go into those stores because it's like a. I wouldn't say it's a hype store, but it's like a good scenery, of a store. Like it just feels good to be in. Type yeah, of like it's dope to look, it's go it's dope to go see. Like I remember when they had the spaceship joint. Um, that was like, like I've been since a kid. I've been wanting to go to New York to go see the spaceship joint. Like that shit yeah, was super yeah. dope. Like the, their uh, their decor is really nice. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, so further, further from there, we went to 21st and Mercer, uh, Nike, yeah. uh, to try to get you that shirt. I don't know what the collab was. Was, was the, was the shorty name, the, the collab that had the Nike? I just know her Instagram name is like, uh, Ava Nope. Yeah, so they had those shirts hanging yeah. up, and this, this is where I'm gonna get into, like, the difference between city, city and, like, uh, like, your normal the shops, like a full locker, some shit like that. So... When I walked in the 21st Mercer, I asked him, I was like, yo, you guys got this shirt? He was like, yeah, it's hanging up there. And I was like, uh, y'all sold out? And he was like, yeah, we sold out. And he's like, I've been sold out since yesterday. And if you have a good talk game, you could pretty much get anything out. Because I was going to tell him to get me the one on the, like, it, it was hanging from, like, a rafter. Yeah. And there was, like, a couple of shirts. And I was like, yo, like, how much I got to pay you to get? Like, if you have any good talk game and you want to throw a little money extra... You can get anything you want in those type of cities. That's what I like about those cities. Like, I was like, yo, how much you want? And he was like, yeah, I can't, like, uh, he was like, try coming back tomorrow or whatever. And I was like, yo, I'll give you such and such for the shirt on top of it. And he was like, ah. He was like, yo, wait, wait until it starts getting uh, slower here and I'll take it down for you. But I forgot, so I didn't go back. He was probably tight. He was like, yo, this fucking loser. No, I'm pretty sure somebody else offered him things because the those pieces were, it was like 250 only of those shirts. Yeah, those were really cool. Yeah, they were they were like a, like, that's what I like about those things too. Like, they just have one-offs. Yeah, like little and, random shits and collabs. Um, and then from there, we went to Open Ceremony. This is a store I've been wanting to go to for a minute. I've only been to Open Ceremony and like uh, online and shit like that. Open Ceremony by far has the most dick workers by far. Which is crazy because they... They're such a good brand. Yeah, they're such a good brand. That's exactly what I was saying. I was like, their brand is so good. Like, they have a good selection of pieces. Like, they have ranging from, like, normal prices to high-end shit and stuff yeah, like that. You don't got to be a dick. When we went in there, there's one, well, there was one cool worker. The dude who came in and told us that, like, because we, the way New York shops are, are like, uh, places, is weird. So, to get to the sales stuff, you have to go to the front of the men's section and go upstairs. It's like three, it's like three floors. Yeah. So, so the guy who told us that was a cool dude, but everybody else in there was like, it's just like a hater vibe. Like, 
Like, you don't want me to come in this like, store, then you won't have a job. They're nigga. mad that you get, went into like, Obasha. Yeah, like, you're mad you, that I went into Obasha. Well, I, I was fly that day because I was going to, I, I was coming back from, like, a, a date with somebody. Yeah. So, I was fly that day. I was a little bit, I wouldn't say overdressed because New York niggas dress like, like, there's people in New York who dress like they're in fashion week every day. So, I was just chilling and stuff like that. And, like, they were just looking, like, super weird. Like, anytime we ask something, it's like... It's a fucking bother to ask you for anything, which is totally different from how, like, waitresses and stuff are there. In New York? Yeah, because if you go to a restaurant, they're very tentative and stuff like that. And maybe Nigga, their lives depend on it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, But not even, it doesn't even come off as forced, like, I'm doing this because I have to get a tip. Yeah. Even though I know you're going to do it to get a tip, but you just being a normal person. It's part of the character, man. Yeah, so we do that. We go. So we go to open ceremony. We go up to the first step. I think the first step is where they have, like, all the... Like normal shit, like uh, like like that realm of BBC babe and all that stuff. Yeah. So we go in there, we see uh, a Ralph Lauren C ninety three hat, and she was like, "Yo, if if they if they have this on sale, I'm buying it." So he actually, "Yo, is it on sale?" He, she was like, "Yeah, it's on sale." And he was like, "How much is it?" Because he already had looked at the tag, and he was like, "Oh, they got it for retail." So she was like, "It's on sale," and he was she was like, she looked at it, and she was like, "It's on sale, um, sixty three dollars, some shit like that." And he was like, $63 sold retail. She just looked at him and laughed. She was like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, already I'm on, I'm not liking yeah. the vibe of your store because you already just tried to say something was on sale. And then they tried and to it play was retail. So we go up. I go up to the high section because that's like where they have all the J.W. Anderson, A- Agni Studios, all that shit. So I'm thinking like, oh shit, I got this type of shit on sale. I'm, that's my vibe. So I go to J.W. Anderson. Uh, it was a sweater. It's a blue. It was a, a striped blue. joint. No, it's, it, it has two stripes right here, kind of like the St. Laurent um, teddy jacket. Yeah. But it has two stripes right here. So it's a blue, a navy blue shirt with two yellow, like canary yellow stripes, or like mustard yellow. And it says J.W. Anderson on the front. So I'm like, oh, this is dope. Like, if it's on sale, I'll buy it. Nigga, they, what they did was, like, they put it, they, they said the original price was way higher than what it was to knock it down back to the retail price. As yeah, soon as, fucking as, soon as I saw that shit, I left because I was looking at some vans too, and I'm like, oh shit, y'all got like vans on sale. I'm, I'll cop a lot of vans. Like normally, what I do is if I see colored vans, I'll cop like seven, and if they're on sale, then I'm definitely gonna cop. They were all retail, so I'm like, what? Like, what are you trying to do here? Like, if y'all trying to move product or y'all trying to like fake niggas to move product? That's some Macy's shit right there, bro. Like, not even because I used to get a lot of shit from Macy's. Um, so from there, so we got some fuck open ceremony type shit. Like beat. I definitely didn't like open ceremony in New York. I didn't. I didn't like the whole vibe of it. Like, the, like if you're gonna work in a retail store, you need to be more personable. Yeah. Like okay. I don't know what what era you think we in, just because it's like the internet shit. Like they was looking like literally open ceremony niggas was looking at us like you wanted to fight. And I'm like, yo, if you want to get off work, I will wash you right now. I remember when I was in retail and. Man's used to call me the hard R with the N word in the front. Oh, I forgot about that. That day. shit was hilarious. I was like, nah, we don't got your size. Sorry about that, man. We have a great day. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand it. Like, like, I feel like it's kind of like people, people say LA is like where, like, if you go to like a restaurant, the LA people are like too bougie. Like, in the sense, like, they're there to do something. They're there to act or they're there to write a script or they're there. Yeah. But, bitch, you're working as a waitress right now. So you, you're you not Denzel job. Washington. Like, yeah. what kind of fucking ego do you have to have? Like, once you're up there, do your shit. But right now, that's, give me my that's what I'm saying. Like, toast. The way that they were treating me was like, they were Jay-Z. And you were Nas. That's crazy. No, no. Like, they were Jay-Z and I was just me coming into a store. Like, I don't have to like, engage with you. Yeah. Like, bitch, you make $13 an hour. 
and you and you work and like your like work ethic and your mind frame is like Facts, I'm man. making two hundred dollars an hour or something like that. And you eating leftover Chipotle from for dinner. Like one thousand percent, I have more money in my pocket than you, and I dress way better than you do. And you work at a retail store. Like, what's the problem here? Like, what's the problem? Like that. That's why. That's what I was like thinking of. Like, but Agni Studios is more of a high end store, so I'm like. And they were cooler. They were super cool. Maybe that's like the fucking. Maybe open ceremony is middle class white trash. I guess because I went to Barney's. I went to Barney's on Fifth Ave because I was trying to find um like one of my sisters the leather jacket that she wanted. You went with T, to Barney's? No, no, no. He didn't go to Barney's with me. That was another day. So, um, oh, if you want to keep the time like going for with Tristan, um, we went to so yeah, we went to open ceremony. After open ceremony, we hit. Oh, we went to Shake Shack because he said he was super hungry. <laughs> That's so we went to Shake Shack. Um, that's the first time I ever used Apple Pay. Because yeah. at, that, at that Shake Shack, they didn't accept cash. Like, you had to go to a kiosk and pay, like, at the kiosk. That's strange. And this is what I'm going to tell you what I like about New York. That I always said that you when, you when you date a person that you like, the things that you like about a person initially is the things that you would hate about a person. So, at the end. Like, the, like you like, say you like a girl because, oh, her style's like this. Or, like, she says something. She, she's very... Like outgoing. I said she's outgoing. Or outgoing or she or she puts you in your place. Okay. Or some shit like that, right? So if you're dating her for three years, that's gonna be the thing that annoys you. That annoys me the most. Absolutely. Exactly. Because it's different. It's the, it's different from what you have normally. So one thing I noticed about New York was when we went to Shake Shack, there was no seats. And then it started raining, so we couldn't eat outside uh, on like uh, on their like patio. Yeah. So we we're waiting for people to get up. So the table got up and we had our food. And I was like, yo, when we get this seat, y'all can sit with us. It was two Asian dudes. And I would never do that here. Fuck no. I would never. Here, <laughs> right now, I would never do that. That's what I'm saying. So we sat in two, two, two complete strangers. We sat and we spoke. Like, and just ate together. Like humans, nigga. Like, I, I, the, the first thing I told this dude, I was like, yo, where are you from? He's like, I'm from Korea, but I'm here studying at NYU. So I'm like, that's dope. Like, what are you studying? Da, da, da. He was like, yo, what are you doing here? And I, and I was telling him that I was here for, like, like business stuff. And, like, his friend came up. And, like, we we established the conversation. Then we all got on our phones like some millennial-ass yeah. niggas. But we, we, uh, we I, I broke that ice. I mean, it was a good four minutes. No, no, no. We talk, like, we would look on the phone. You know how niggas are now. Yeah. We look on the phone. We laugh at some shit. Like, yo, look at this shit. Like, and then talk about some other shit. Yeah, like, talking to, I'm talking to him like I've, like I've known them. Like, type shit like that. And I like that because it's like... Because that would never happen here. Yeah, it would never happen here. But in the city, it forces you to happen. Right. It would like, never happen in the city. I'm talking like... I've, I've, this is my first time in New York. But I've been, I go to New York at least four times a year. At least three to four times a year. This is true. Like, I'm going back in a month. Like, oh, we should just do a new season every time you come back from New York. Nigga, we're going to do a new season in a month? That's two episodes. Nah, we good. All right, so... Yeah, so from there, we went to Shake Shack. And from Shake Shack, we went to uh, a place in downtown Brooklyn. It's, it's uh, Century 21. So essentially, what Century 21 is like a Nordstrom rack. Right. But the only thing I, that I found weird about Century 21 is that they sell Louis Vuitton bags in there. And Louis Vuitton bags never get sold for retail price other than in Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. So I found that to be a little weird. Um, oh, we also hit... There must um, be, like, super, like, reliable second-hand sources. Maybe. We also hit a, a, a icy place in Brooklyn, in, in downtown Brooklyn. Um, that shit was fire. Nigga said I had an icy. It's, it's, it's like an Italian icy. Oh. So, that's like what Rita's? We got to Rita's? I've never been to Rita's. It's okay for here. But it's, it's, it's like... The, the thing that I liked about New York the most... That I always liked about New York the most is, like, it's personable. Like, everywhere you go is, like... 
it's nine, nine times out of ten, if you go to a restaurant, it's going to be a Mexican cooking in there. Yeah. So he's like, yo, primo, like, yo, let me get this, this, and that. If you can say brother or cousin in whatever language of restaurant you're going to, you'll be set. Yeah, if you say, <laughs> if you if you can, if you just say primo in New York, nine times out of ten, everybody's going to understand you. There's a, there's a, uh, the, uh, like a neighborhood spot that, that like every neighborhood has is Crown Fried Chicken or Kennedy's. So it's like like their version of a McDonald's or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, it's essentially, they sell you everything. They sell quesadillas. They sell burgers. They sell pizza. They sell red velvet cake. Everything that you want, they sell. And then for the most part, it's all pretty pretty good. Um, so you go in there, and I haven't been in New York in maybe like six months, six four months. Yeah. And I go in there, and because I, I normally don't eat there, because I, I like I started eat clean and stuff like that. So I went there like three in the morning because nothing else was open. So I walk in here, like, yo, Primo, where you been? It's like, been a long time, man. Like, the person who he knows the most is my cousin Omar, because that nigga used to go to every every day to get breakfast and every day for lunch. That's fucking and then at 3 in the morning, we go we go there. Niggas so eat three meals at Crown? The thing is, Crown's like $5 for a meal. Like, no, you, I'm you, saying, like, you can get alive a, You can get a that? box of fries for a dollar at Crown. But I'm saying like he's a alive? I mean, you can get... Good I mean, things everywhere. Truthfully, Omar's barely alive. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that's what I like. There's more personal. Back to Century 21. So, Century 21 is essentially a Nordstrom rack. Um, but they, they have, like, different type of brands. Like, uh, they had Philip Lim in there, for, for that, which I found to be odd that a Philip Lim was in there. Yeah. Um, Did you hit the Helmet Lang sample sale? Oh, uh, no. I was supposed to go, which is on Saturday, but he had to do something because it was his birthday or some shit like that. I wanted yeah. to go to the sale. That's another thing that I noticed, that they have a lot of sample sales. Yeah, I mean, that's the best place to have a sample sale because niggas will buy the fuck out of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I like that over there, you would, well, no matter what type of group you are, you'd go, you 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 can go and find a group that you're in. That's like, shit for you. East New York is essentially Dom- Dominican Republic, bro. Like, everybody there is like, I went to DR. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. Um, and There's no squirrels in East New York either. That's how there's no squirrels in DR. I don't know if there's no squirrels in East New York. Fact check. There, there's probably squirrels in this parks over there. But one another thing I was going to say, like, yeah, like, if any group you fit in... Dude, there's an underground... There's an underground club that you can go to in... Like, around the Chinatown area where people dress up like Pokemon and, and listen to, like, electric music. That's pretty fire. Like that's what I'm saying. Like any group of people that you want, it's like being in a in a in a Reddit. It's like real life Reddit. It's like real life Reddit. <laughs> Nigga, just it's find exactly what Reddit. it is. That's hilarious. Like you can you can literally go to a mall over there that sells nothing but counterfeit things. Alright, that's the wave though. That's not the wave. I don't promote any counterfeit things. If you can't afford the real thing, don't buy it. Nah, I used to be on that tip, but now I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Just get it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so... Shut the fuck out of here. Do I have anything else in here from the New York trip? Oh! I've... I, there, there was a lot of weird experiences in New York with women and me this time when Shit, I went. I mean, it's New York. So, bro. where's the... Where's the where I put the story at? Um, you said, Kasubi workers are fucking smoke shows. Oh, I did that just to be funny. So, yeah. <laughs> Kasubi workers, I don't know who's picking them out, but those women are very attractive. Very attractive women. <laughs> Like that, it's like and that. Think, and Barney's had very attractive women. You think it's like affirmative action for attractive women? I don't know. There was only women working at Kasubi, and they were all attractive. That's One thing that I like about Kasubi as well is that for their quality and their price range, they have top three jeans, one thousand percent. What's their price range? Like one eighty? Their price range is um from like one twenty five to like three fifteen. 
Kind of like the price range that True Religion used to be. It's the same yeah. thing. Kind of like APC price range. Yeah, it's like APC. It's like, uh, I would say Agony Studios, but Agony Studios does have some super expensive shit. Yeah. But normally their denim is always like two to 300 bucks. Um, but the thing is, if you want to buy a $100 jean, at thing you can buy a hundred dollar jean at. But they're still really good hundred dollar jeans. They're good quality. They're yeah. great quality jeans. Like I prefer that over some like Balmain jeans. I would get some Kasubis over Balmain jeans no any day. Fucking doubt. Like, like um, if you want some long lasted pants for like a hundred bucks, you might. Like yo, those are one thousand percent gonna last you long. I also Agony Studio jeans last you a long time. ABC jeans also last you a long time. Um, oh yeah. So the, the weird story. All right. So this is the weirdest way a lady has ever asked me for my number in my life. So, just to give you guys a background on what this lady looked like. This lady looked like a punk rock lesbian, like, butch woman. Like, she had, like, spiky hair. Yeah. And, like, she wore, like, a leather vest and stuff like that. So... And she had the fishnet sleeves. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm eating. And I'm not paying... I'm not looking at anybody at all. I'm, I think I'm watching Joe Budden podcast at that time. So, I'm watching her on my phone and I'm eating. And I'm looking straight out of the window. I'm sitting in literally like the, just like those, the stools. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting straight out of the window. So, the lady walks up to me and she says, yeah. She's like, yeah, I noticed you're looking at me, um, trying to see what I was laughing about. Like, wondering what I was laughing about. She was like, this, this is what my friend sent me. She was like, it's a video. It's really funny. So, I, off rip, I'm like, yo, yeah, this is, fuck away this me. is already super weird energy. But I was like, I invited, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> you watch the video? Um, yeah, I watched the video. The video was actually pretty funny. So the video, <laughs> the video was essentially was uh, it was two bathroom signs, and it was the man, is the male bathroom sign, is the woman bathroom sign, yeah. and it was they're both British accents. So she was saying like, yo, come over, come over here, like jump over here, because I'm like super horny and shit like that. And she was like, it just kept going on her side, like yo, come over, like trying to antagonize him to go. So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna jump. So he jumps, and he and like he obviously doesn't reach the other side, so like he ended up breaking his leg. So the sign went from male to uh, handicapped. So I was like, yeah, that, that, that was actually pretty funny. So all right, so at that point, I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty funny. Da, da, da. So she goes back to her seat. I put back my headphones in. And she screams at me, you want me to send you that? And I turned around, I, just, I took off my headphones. I'm like, what? She's like, you want me to send you that? And I'm like, all right, sure. She's like, you want me to send you that so you can send it to your friends is exactly what she said. I was like, oh, all right, this is already getting fucking weird. So you, it's very crucial that she drops that for your friends part. Exactly. So yeah. So I'm already picking up on the small. Th- I'm a very detailed person. I'm already picking up on small things. I'd be like, no, I don't got friends. So she, yeah, yeah, right. That would completely add on to another conversation that I did not want to have with her. <laughs> I wanted to completely just like go and that's it. So she was like, hey, um, put your number in or, or put your Facebook in. So I'm like, I'm definitely not putting my number in. So <laughs> I found my Facebook. At first, I didn't find my Facebook at all. I'm like. It's going to be very hard to find, like, my name because my name is a very common name. That's true. So, well, a common name in Spanish culture, and there's a common name also in Japanese culture. I don't know why. Um, so, I, I look it up, and I was like, oh, I finally found it. And she, <laughs> she so I, I send it to myself. I actually didn't get the notification, but I sent it to myself. And she was like, you know, she, well, as, as I was looking for my name, she, was, she said, don't worry, I'm not going to get you. And I just looked at her like, what? And she was like, now nah, I'm old enough to be your mom. And she did like that, like nervous, like laugh. So I'm yeah. like, oh, you really trying to bag me right was, now. Shit. She was worried I might miss. Yeah. So I just like, I just like laughed. And then, cause this whole shit was fucking hilarious. I never, I, I recently, I've been having like the divorced women vibe, like hit on me and shit like that. So it was very, it's a blessing and a curse. No, it's not. Cause them chicks do not look good. Well, it depends who the divorce. But once I catch one, I'll catch one. So she was like, she was like, yeah, you're old enough to be my son. 
And I'm like, word. I just, I, I just shook my hand. She was like, how old are you? And I'm like, oh, this, she's good. Because she, she probably don't even got a son. She just want to know how old I am. So I'm like, so I, said, I said my age. And she said, like, yeah, my son's the same age. I'm like, you said that way too fast. Because yeah, that's when I said my age. She said, she said it right away. Like, no, my, oh, my son's the same age. I'm like, oh, word. All right. So she sent it to me. And she was like, yeah, it's super funny. My friend always sends me videos like this. She just wanted like to hear that the first number wasn't a one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> If that if, the, if that first number was a one and an eight, she would have been fine. No doubt. But so she so she, I sent her the thing and she keeps trying to talk to me like while I'm gonna have my headphones in. So, I, so she finally leave and she like she looks like she was sending me something. Yeah. Like I saw her type, so I'm like, oh, I hope this lady don't send me. And I picked up my phone and I'm like, oh, she, she don't got shit. I, was, I I didn't get any notifications. So either I hit the wrong person, which I'm pretty sure I didn't because I, I saw my profile pic in there, but. That was a weird... Nigga, you should have Princess Nokia'd her. What's it, what's Princess Nokia? Throw hot soup at her. Oh, fuck <laughs> out of here. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not an asshole like that, bro. Yo, shout out Princess Nokia. That's yeah. what I'm gonna say. Oh, another thing that I noticed about New York is the... The shoe choice in New York it was very odd for the summertime. Like... But what were they wearing up there? The Nike M2Ks, like the dad Nike shoe, was like the remodeled version of the, um... Of what was the the best selling shoe? Was that was that shoe the called the, the Monarch? So it's like a remodeled version of the Monarch. A lot of people had the Monarchs on. Um. Oh, I had I've had I had this lower on the. Oh yeah, niggas love this shit. Yeah. With, the, with the red. Um, they don't look bad though. Like they have a uh, I guess that Nike Lab did a did a did a collab with them and they had like one of the, some of those pastel colors on it, so it didn't look bad. But another thing that I noticed that a lot of people were wearing in New York was um the nine nine the New Balance nine nineties. Yeah, and that the qu- up but yeah, bit. the question that I was gonna have is when the fuck did that shoe get so big? Because I've liked this shoe for a while, but I like this shoe for other reason. Like I like I thought I was like one of the only people who likes to wear things that like that's a dad's DC, wear. That's a DC shoe. All right, so that's why I was gonna have the debate too, because I I was talking to some people from like around the area or whatever, and people had different answers on where this like this this came up from. So. DC niggas say it's from DC. Yeah. Baltimore niggas say it's from Baltimore, which is generally the DMV. DMV. Let's just say that. And the Phillies niggas say that it's Philly. I know it to be a DC shoe. Yeah. But Philly niggas know. rock hard saying that they were the ones that did it. I don't know. I've always known the 990 as a DMV shoe. Yeah, I always known as the BM DMV shoe. Like the but DC with. niggas don't equate with being Baltimore niggas. Nah, it's, they're different. So it's yeah, it's, so it's different. So DC niggas go hard, Baltimore niggas go hard, and Philly niggas go the hardest. Ah, uh, Philly niggas got a little Uzi, so they might have it. I know it to be from DC. Yeah, so I'm gonna rock I'm with DC. From. That's why. That's why I know. Plus, like, when I'm over there, I see a lot of 990s and a lot of like 999s. So yeah, I like the 990s. 999s also a, a, a shoe that I had that shoe in high school. Yeah, I like that shoe a lot. Like I had a like a like a Knicks colorway vibe uh, in high school because I like suede sneakers, so it was a suede 990. It was. I still got them sneakers now. Like those sneakers. The one thing I like about New Balance sneakers, like, you don't even have to, like, be particular to clean it. Like, I could throw them shits in the washing machine in the pillowcase and they'll be all right. Same things with Air Max 90s. You could beat up Air Max 90s. You could beat the fuck out of Air Max 90s. Same things with Air Jordan 1s. You could beat the fuck out of Air Jordan 1s. They're you, better beating you, up. You cannot wash them in the washing machine. No, but, don't do that. But, but like yeah. Even fucking, um... Nigel Sylvester, the BMX guy. Oh yeah, we we're, we're gonna talk about it later, but I guess since we're, since we're off the like made the a Jordan one with stains already on it. Yeah, it's it's, it's like hard. yeah, it's it's like um, what the company that I see do that a lot is Golden Goose. Golden Goose. Where they they're like uh they'll beat up the sneaker. I like the Nigel Sylvester sneaker. I didn't think the Nigel Sylvester sneaker was gonna be that hype, but uh, Nigel Sylvester is a uh, New York barbecue boy, so yeah. that is one of the members that I'll give y'all that's in the New York barbecue boys. I feel like. 
he's more known for being that than for being a BMX rider. But I guess like the BMX community community isn't really like into. Well, there's a big like, BMX community in, in New York. Yeah, like, but everybody rides bikes. Yeah, like like really rides, like bike, like bike. nationwide. What's the BMX the fashion community cross crossover? Well, I feel like BMX is always put into that space of skateboarding, and skateboarding is huge in I've fashion. I feel like they're separated. Well, it's, it's separated to us because we know the difference. Yeah. To other people, it's just like, you niggas ride bikes, y'all grind, y'all do tricks, it's the same shit. Facts. Well, the thing is, like, sneak, the skateboarding the skateboarding and, and BMX are like cousins. Yeah. The niggas who they don't fuck with are the niggas who rollerblade. No, it's niggas who scooter. And scooter. Scooters. Uh, so. That's changing now. Scooters are coming up. You keep saying that, but I, Bro, I, have, me. I have yet to see. Check, check the YouTube analytics. All right. Ask Leor. All right, so, all right. So, the way that I would tell if niggas are, if skate, if, um, thing is coming up if scooter is coming up is when I see niggas in the block doing that shit cause skate everybody skateboards no, everybody has is, had skateboarded before or BMX it's kids now it's kids yeah that's what I'm saying but like it's more than before and they're doing it for longer and they're doing more things yeah I guess I just to me you was always a corny ass nigga if you had a scooter on my block facts plus like I'd rather break my arm skateboarding than get hit by a scooter the thing is knock on wood I never broke anything skateboarding I cannot relate. Yeah, I, I never went into the skateboard or BMX. I never done it. All right, I'm about to do this um, into the microphone. It's probably a loud noise, but this is this is gonna go back to your ears. It don't matter. This is my wrist from skateboarding. It like fucking flops around. Like I have no control. Yes. Over it. Hold this on. is gonna sound fucking gross. Ah, dude, come on. I can just I can basically smack my middle finger against like the middle of my forearm. The only thing that I've broken my life is when I played. It was either when I played ball or when I played football. Um, I broke my. Is this, is this my ring finger? Yeah. Your ring finger's on the right or your ring finger's on the left? They're both the ring finger. Well, yeah. All right, so, but, all right. I always want to know, which one is which one is the one that you actually the, put the, the ring on? The wedding ring? Yeah, the wedding the ring. The left hand. All right, the left hand. All right, so I, I won't be needing that for a while anyways. But on my right hand, the ring finger is like... Kind of bent. It's like, it's bent at the top. And I never noticed that my finger was like that until my cousin made a made a, uh, like observation. She was like, dude, did you break your finger? I'm like, No. And I was like, my finger's always been like the hand. Like, you death broke your finger, and you did. You just didn't get it. Like, uh, what they get? Put it in a splint. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like you just didn't get a splint for it. So um, it just like healed in a weird spot. All right. So just give you a quick rundown of people, uh, places if you guys want to eat in New York. Um, take notes. Take notes. Juliana's is probably the best pizza I've had, but it's it's very um, Neapolitan top pizza. Wait. So after you name the spot, say yes or no. Would you bring a chick there? Yes, I brought a chick there. No. To Juliana's. Okay, cool. I took a ticket to Juliana's. Um, shout out to Andy's for the bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches for holding me down. That's just a block. That's a that's a right. that's a block spot. That's, that's a, a that's a bodega that is uh, that is like a a family friend from DR. But um, his bacon, egg, and cheese game is, is crazy. It? It's East New York. It's on Fulton Street. It's Fulton Street and Hale. All right, that's what the people want. So do. yeah, because there's probably like fifty Andy's. No, no, but it's I call it Andy's because the guy who owns it, his name is Andy. I don't oh, know what the actual bodega name is, but if my man's who has the the LeBron James jersey on? He wears LeBron James jersey every day. A different one or the same the one? The same one. That's uniform. A, bl- a black undershirt and a black Cleveland Cavalier LeBron James jersey with a black hat. I think a New York hat. But that nigga could chef. That's a New York outfit. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, Tony's is also on Fulton. It's on Fulton. It's, it's coming off of Norwood. Uh... It's just a it's a local pizzeria shop, but it's owned by Mexicans. They make some of the best tacos. Like, some of the best tacos I've had, period. Um, Magnolia Bakery, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about that bakery. It's a, it's a pretty, like, well-known bakery. Martha's Bakery is another pretty well-known bakery, but they're better. 
Um, also, there's a bakery on the corner of Prince Street, right by, right by Prince Street Pizza. If you guys like square slices, that's like the best square slice. It's yeah, a little overpriced because it's, beco- it's become popping. You like square slices. Click X right now on the pod. Square slices are my favorite slices. Yeah, click X. Um, the Sicilian slice is my favorite. The Sicilian slice is the best. Yeah, that's, that's a square square. slice. No, it's not. Yes, it is. They're not. What, uh, what shape is a Sicilian? Sicily? A Sicilian, a Sicilian pizza is always squared. Is that true? Yeah. Click X. <laughs> um, shut, uh, shut the fuck out th- of here. There's, <laughs> there, there's a, there's a little bakery on the left hand side. If you go down Percy Pizza, which has some of the best cupcakes, um, Sweet Chick, which is Nas's restaurant, has some of the best chicken waffles I've had hands down. Um, let me see, think of some other places. I, I, I don't have them written here, but some other places if you guys want to go to, if you guys want to go to a high end place, um, that serves Italian food. Uh, Carbone is a really good Italian food place. Um, did you take a girl there? Yeah, I've I've, t- I've been there with a chick. Why? Like, that? you want to know a day spot to go to New York? Right, I'm going yes. to give y'all a vibe. If y'all want to go to a day spot, go to Dumbo at night. And you Dumbo eat. Dumbo is downtown Brooklyn. Yeah, Dumbo. if you eat, if you eat and then you, it's like it's like right close to the bridge. It's right close to the Dumbo Bridge and the Brooklyn Bridge. If you eat and walk around, there's a lot of ice cream places already. So, you know, girls always like to eat dessert after they go to, um, to the restaurants. What are you going to ask? Are you gonna fire some shit with the ass? Is there like uh, a restaurant there that's like called like something with palms? Um, and it's like P O M M P O M M E S? No, 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 like palm trees. It's like a it's like a restaurant inside a garden type shit. Oh yeah, there is. I know what restaurant you're talking about. Uh, there, there's I think that restaurant is called Salentine or C. It's spelled C E L E S S T I N E. I'm only saying that because I've been there and it was on Insecure. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Or so, Atlanta. The, around that area, they have a lot of restaurants. So if you want to take a girl, they go to Dumbo, and then you can walk. Up, so they have a park um, on the water. Like, essentially, it's on the water. And where it has, like, a basketball court. Oh, yeah. It has a, a soccer... They got a pool, bro. It, it has a soccer field. It has a roller ring where you can skate. You sit out there, sit off the bench, and just look at the city with the lights. For sure, you You know you what's good. fucking crazy, though? Is that it's the basketball courts and like a lot of the athletic stuff is on the water. So if that ball rolls out, <laughs> you, you gotta For chase sure. that bitch. Well, no, yeah, yeah. If if it goes out directly straight, then it's definitely going into the water. If it goes out diagonally, not. I did I, I did some like very childish shit where I was there. Uh, I was I got into a fucking um, I got into some swings. I haven't been on swings since I was like pff, forever, nigga. So yeah, there's another place called Sandstein there. There's um. There's a lot of the places that, that are there is a lot of bougie restaurants. So if you don't like bougie restaurants, it's like small portions and shit. I went, I went, I went to the the restaurant that I went to when I was there was Juliana's, which is like uh, known to be some of the best pizza. But they have a lot of places like uh, Almar. So it's, it's a lot of restaurants like that where it's like um that you know that hipster vibe type shit. That's that's like what the restaurants are there. Um, another pizza spot that I recommend to go to is Scar Pizza. Um, where's that at? That, I think that's in Manhattan. That's like up, up in Manhattan. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of places for you to eat. But if you want a date spot, go to Dumbo. Or if you want another date spot, you can just. Pretty much New York is a full date spot to me. You the can whole always. fucking city. You, like. Bro, you, you can turn the subway into a date spot if you swim. 1000%. If you're nice enough, if you yeah. if you have a good talk game, you can take it anywhere to to be a, a a thing. But like, hey, yo, show you, I got you this rat tail. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. all right. <laughs> Surprised I did not see any rats this time. Shut the. Fuck I didn't see. Shut the fuck I, out I didn't. Here. I didn't see one rat this whole time. Like when we were on the train, 
I was I, I actually I looked over Tristan I'm like yo where's the rats at bro and he was like you'll see him and I didn't see any rats they were like sleeping but essentially I took more Ubers this time because uh, while I was there on business and the people who I was doing business with provided uh, car services so I didn't need to uh, like I was I was almost never home nigga Marika when I'm up there my metro card that's the little magnetic, oh one thousand percent the magnetic get, strip psh, burned out get get if if you do not want to like pay overpriced Ubers or something like, I got a finesse game for the Ubers but I can't give that game out to everybody facts but get you a thirty dollar week uh unlimited pass yeah if you're there for like a little vacation yeah get the week one yeah get the week one it's thirty dollars and you get unlimited swipes so you could just swipe for at, for at any time at peak time yeah for for background for background uh train rides is like two seventy five probably like three dollars now some shit like that so it's around yeah. that price I think it's two seventy five so essentially if you're gonna go to multiple places it's better than you getting the quick pass where it's ten it's just ten dollars so you could just swipe and go it's ten dollars like nah get you a thirty uh, unlimited one for thirty it's like thirty two dollars you handle your business if you're there for a month you can get a one an unlimited one for a month for like I think like seventy dollars so which is a good deal. Yeah, because Uber there, I took Uber from, the yeah. first day I went, I took Uber from East New York to Round 2, which is on, uh, one, it's 1110 uh, Stanton Street. It was like $36. If you're in Manhattan, and you take an Uber just up the street, like four blocks, that's just like $10. Oh, for sure. When I was, when I had my internship, the, my boss gave me uh, $80, and he was like, yo, take a cab, don't take an Uber. Fuck you, nigga. I pocketed that $80 and took that fucking train. <laughs> It's five dollars. I I got seventy five dollars, and he did that multiple times. Legendary. Like nigga, fuck that. You suck my dick. I'm definitely gonna take this train. I don't. I don't feel like sometimes I do feel like nigga. I do not want to take that train, but I like to take the train because you see a lot of no, things. I like to take like the you, train. Like you, once you learn it, yeah, it's no. You experience a lot of shit just being on train. You would never have a dull moment on a train ever. The only is like when it doesn't work. When yeah, train, like right now it's 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 backed up a lot because uh, the L train in Brooklyn. Um, is, isn't working or whatever, so... Well, no, they have it down for maintenance, so it's like... It's a little bit of a... It's, it, it's right off. Now. It's off right now. So... It's like the scene in The Warriors. Never mind. I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> What's the, the Warriors is a great movie, by yeah. the way. It's a great Go movie. Go watch it if you haven't. Yeah, if you haven't watched The Warriors, the, that movie's fucking great. Yeah, y'all all know the, the clip of The Warriors. It's like, Warriors, come out come. and play. Shout out the camera for redoing that on, the, on his video, too. Um, overall... I would just say for everybody who's listening, travel. Like that, I I never thought like traveling would be like that big on me, but traveling one thousand percent change your mind frame for everything. Though, like even if go just even if you go to the same state you're in, you go to a different town. Yeah, like if you live in Connecticut, you're two hours away from New York. Go to Philly, go to Baltimore, go to DC. If you're in like bumfuck Idaho. Yeah, go go somewhere. Because the thing is, like, get on the nearest hay bale and wherever it takes you. As much as the as the much as the internet like brings everybody closer, it's different with you when you experience that in life. Right. Stop watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Stop watching. Stop watching other people's lives, and go live your life if you can't afford it. What well, the thing is, a flight to New York is not expensive. Facts. You know what? Be be responsible with your credit. That too. But I, I never, like, when I was young, I didn't realize how, like, substantial traveling is. Because the yeah. first time, the first time I went to New York, I was, like, 10. And then from 10 to 18, I hadn't been back in New York. And I went in the summer when I was 18. And that shit changed my perspective on everything right away. Like, I immediately wanted to move to the city. Like, immediately. New York is expensive to live in, but I feel like you get your money back with experiences. Like, I feel everybody over there is a lot more culture. 
Cause you you're you have to be you're around different cultures every day. Like you Max. have to be. So those are when people are racist in New York and they're seasoned racist. If people are racist in New York, you really are racist because you yeah. have to be very racist to be racist in New York. You have to see those people every, every day. Every day. Every day. You got to sit next to them every day. You have to sit on the... It's, it's, and you're going to see the same people every day because everybody's mostly on the same schedule. How are you going to brush shoulders with a race you hate every day and not go insane? Like, yeah, that's, a, that's the thing. I don't get it, man. Honestly, salute to my New York races. <laughs> that's not a salute to anybody <laughs> in New York races. All right, so... While we were gone on the high days for like two weeks, we, we missed out a lot, on a of, lot shit. of shit. There was mad drama, bro. I feel like I feel like every time we have to like come up with topics for the week, it's, it's sometimes it's hard. But this these but last two weeks, is these last two before. weeks, what the fuck happened in the culture, like, bro? Like it's mad shit. Like, and this is all like hip hop news too. Yeah. Oh, one thousand percent. What we're gonna start this off with because we've talked about it on this podcast, maybe before the podcast. The Off Future reunion, we were talking about when was this going to happen. And here it is. How are they going to... Yeah, they were... It fucking happened. Uh, what, do you know what like, they, they did that? It was... um, I think it was at a Tyler show or some shit. Like, an underground show or Earl show or some shit. It like was that. an underground like, Tyler show. Yeah, because it, 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 it wasn't like, a lot of people. Nah, it was like a fucking Haji. So, to, Haji, so to, uh, Earl came out? Earl came out and they performed um, Earl Wolf and... Um, I'm sorry, Earl was the good. They performed Ass Milk and the other joint. I think Couch. It is. That, that's super dope to me. One of those songs. Because I've always said that our future was this generation's Star Trek. This generation's Star Trek. If it is. Star Trek. All right, so Star Trek had Chad, Pharrell, Pusha, Clips. Um, What's the other dude who used to rap on the clip, uh, with the Clips on the re-up records? Um, Lava Don. Lava Don. Uh, they had Tiana Taylor when she was 15. They had Khalees. Ooh, Khalees was Fire. And what's the difference between that and that? I, I just think that Star Trek people, are, I mean, uh, our future people are more successful. Um, well, you have Tyler. You have the internet. Earl and Frank. You have Earl, Frank. Like, I feel like it's the same shit. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. And then, um, I guess Vince Staples is our future adjacent. There's a lot of our future adjacent, adjacent people. people. So is uh, with Star Trek. It's a lot of people yeah. who they who they put on. Like, all these, like, uh, skaters for Supreme, they're all future adjacent. Knockout Smith, Sage. And, and BBC, and uh, Pharrell had the BBC skate, skate team with uh, Terry Kennedy, Jason Williams, and all of them. Like, so I think all future's, like, uh, impact is, like... Yeah, their impact is just like Star Trek impact. It, it's very... Like, for people, if you looked into it, you'd be surprised at how much it is. 1,000%. We're definitely going to have an episode where we're going to talk about our future... And Star Trek, we're going to talk about all the people that they have influenced. Right, like, let's just, just let's take 30 seconds just look at Tyler. Festival, clothing line, multiple TV shows, multiple albums. I feel like Grammy what, winner. what he did with, did nominated, he win Grammy? Nominated. Oh, no, nominated. So I feel like what he did is, was like, so we all know that Tyler's heavily influenced by Pharrell. Yeah. A lot of people are influenced by Pharrell, whether you want us to talk about it or not. This podcast is heavily influenced by Pharrell. Yeah, but I say like, out of this generation of music right now, Tyler's like, his son. Yeah. So basically, I just I he took what Pharrell was doing and took it to a different way. Yeah. Like nobody was doing festivals. Now everybody got festivals. Yeah, even Post Malone got a festival. Yeah. He can't even survive a plane crash. Oh, um, all right. Well, he, he didn't down. make it. So, yeah. Tyler has that. Tyler has his own clothing line. Got multiple TV shows and cartoons. Yeah. Like he's just he's he's just expounding on his creativity. He's directed. Which is exactly what what like when people say like what do you like what do you like about Pharrell so much is that. He taught a whole generation of kids who normally would be like losers and shit, or like people who like wouldn't do, wouldn't go out and do something that 
He just taught you to embrace your, your, your difference. Your difference. No doubt. Like, he embraced the skaters. He embraced the rock stars. Yeah, now, like, like he embraced the hood niggas. Rock stars. Like, for, for, uh, Nori tells a story where Pharrell goes up to him. The first time he met him, this is before he did the Super Thug beat. And he, he raps Nori's whole uh, verse on one of the Capone Noriega's CNN shit. And then he, he finished it. He finished the verse and he's like, but I'm not a gangster though. That's exactly yeah. what he says. Like, I like that shit. Like, like he, I like people who know who they are. Like, and don't try to act like something that they're not. Yeah. Even though Pharrell likes to say that he's opposing himself. I've, I've heard yeah, him say that on the it. other tone radio that he's opposing himself because he's like, he says he doesn't uh, delve into things as much as like he should. Like, if he hears something, he'll say he likes it. And that's it. Like, but he, he's... Uh, I mean, see, you gotta give him a pass. I think he's like 40-something. Not like. even. I like that self-awareness of yourself where you can say, you can say yeah, I'm opposed. Like, I know I'm full of shit yeah, at this like, moment. I'm gonna like, say this, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna follow up with, I don't know what I'm talking about. 1,000%. Like, he... Literally everything I ever say. <laughs> basically. But, like, he... Like, niggas know that there's people that definitely won't get slammed on this podcast and it's definitely whole Pharrell, Doom, niggas like that. Those, th- those three, you would never hear anything back about my mouth about Pharrell. I low-key slander Hove. All the time. I mean... It's all love, though. It's death love. Hove, Hove, Pharrell, Doom. These people are, like, all... like. If y'all want to know who inspired this podcast or, like, inspires me, I would say for myself, those are, like, three people who inspired me a lot. Also, Stevie Wonder. Also, uh... For the podcast, I feel like the people who inspired me the most was... So I'm just, I'm just gonna get in. I I want to congratulate uh Joe Budden. He's Joe Budden's podcast. He, he, they got a, 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 a deal. A deal with Spotify. That's fire. And I would say that the Joe Budden podcast, uh, Deezus and Merrill, and Dev Taxstone are the are the re, are the reason why, free tax are the reason why I started the podcast. Oh, and also a shout out Kodak. Do better. Don't go back. All right. Um. So I forgot where we're at. So yeah, we're talking oh, about the offer you thing. Alright, so the next thing we were gonna we were gonna talk about was the Drake the Drake hanging the car over people at the concert. I didn't see this shit. So what, what is this? so what he did he, he had a suspender on top and he had uh I believe it was a LaFerrari or a Ferrari four eighty eight hanging above the con like I don't know Above the crowd? Above the crowd. I don't know why people find that to be so cool because my anxiety be stupid crazy. Yeah, I'd be honest. Like yo, if that shit falls, we're completely all dead. Yeah. Like, like during, during the Yeezus tour? I mean, the St. Pablo tour, I did not get under that shit. I was I didn't next either, to it. But that shit was fucking that dope. That shit was fucking dope. That, that, uh, but besides the things that, like, like Kanye has yeah, done lately, that was the best concert I've ever been to in my life. Like, that, 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 that St. Pablo concert was the best concert I've ever been to in my life. Just, like, the way, like, he's, like, the way he does everything is but very... Even though he was late by, like, an hour. Even though I think that uh, the stage the stages that he was doing is cultivated by Virgil. Virgil, Virgil's the people with the person who did all like the the stage views and all that shit. Like oh, the way yeah. everything looks, is is because of Virgil. I mean, he, he had a hand he, on the. He did the scenery. Too. Yeah, and he did the Watch the Throne shit too. Yeah, I mean, so they've been together for a while. So yeah, so yeah, uh, that whole and uh, I didn't know that Daddy Yankee did that before him too, and like Daddy Yankee was popping. Well, he hung in a car. He, he was, was sitting in a car while he was hanging it over That's people. That's pretty fire. That's pretty fire, but. Nigga, I don't want to be like you. You know the lawsuit you have on your hand. Dog, you'd be ruined. That's a. That's like easily, a thousand people dead. Two, three hundred people dead. One easily. quick, like a thousand, three, three hundred people dead, and like probably a thousand hurt. You going to jail? One thousand percent. 
That like I I wonder how much the insurance was for that because that's a huge liability. Like yo, if this car falls, it's a wrap. And also I want to know how much time in pre productions did that car almost fall? Or like it kind of like shaky. That'd be hilarious. Like. Son, like, that's a problem, nigga. Like, yo, did you leave the AC on? Like, niggas thought it was, that was so dope, and I'm like, yeesh, nigga, I don't know about all that shit. Alright, so, Travis album. Yo. Since we were talking about Drake, I've heard the sickle, the sickle mode shit. With that, that, the beats on there are hard, because there's like, multiple beats. There's like six producers on exactly. that shit. That shit's hard. That shit's hard. Um, I listened to probably three tracks of, of Travis's. It's normal Travis things, but I feel like now he's it's, getting his... Just do. Yeah, and it's elevated, too. So, AB Dash, I listened to the whole album. I didn't listen to the whole album. What do you think about the album? So, it's 17 tracks. 14 of them are good. The only ones that aren't good are um, 5% Tint. I know it's got the shout-out to, like, um, I think it's 3-6 as, like, the whole little hook part. Yeah. I don't really like... Which is 3-6 is, like, the father to a lot of people. Right yeah. Now. So, But I didn't really, like, enjoy that in terms of the album. I yeah. didn't like Who What. And I didn't like Butterfly Effect. And I haven't liked Butterfly Effect for a while. Which one was Butterfly Effect? It's a single. That's, that's a single. Yeah, right, they put right. out like a year ago. Yeah, so, yeah, because it did take uh, Travis like two years to finish this shit. Yeah. My favorite Travis album of all time is Days Before Rodeo. Really? I like this one. That, that's the one where he, where, where he has his shirt off, right? Yeah. Has, yeah that, that album was super. That's when I was bumping Travis heavy. As of right now, I like this one the most. So. But. Please give your shout outs to Mike Dean. He's on. 11 of these songs. Oh, for sure. For sure. He's on 11 fucking songs. Now, I wanted to... It might as well be a Mike Dean Trav collab album. I wanted to pose this question. Because I saw saw some people talking about it. I think on on the Joe Budden podcast, they talked about it too, where... Who gained more from the relationship? Ye or Travis? Because some people would say Ye did, like, with... Because Ye got his new, like, revamped style from Travis. Let's say... Yeah, so what did Ye gain from it? A revamp style? He, he got the whole Yeezus album. Because that was all Travis, for sure. I disagree. I think... I I definitely see the Travis influence on Yeezus, but I think that's more still Mike Dean and Daft Punk than more Travis. But Travis was a huge part of that album, for Yeah, sure. his, his, his sound definitely influenced Well, they, they say that Travis goes goes back to almost that 808 Heartbreak Days, too. Does he? Because Al Farrell came out in, like, 2011. Travis been popping. He hasn't been popping for a while, but you know Kanye is known to bring people before they like they pop. He did it? I I don't remember, but I can see why people can say both. I think Travis definitely benefited more. Cause Travis is popping right now. Like Travis is, like earlier people would say that the rumblings that were that Travis was the new Kanye. But to me, yeah, fuck out of here. yeah no, to me, Kanye right. does Kanye does a lot of things well. Well, he knows to, who to put in position to do things well. Cause that, like, no Kanye matter knows, what, Kanye knows how to make a team. No matter what, those first five, let's just say five, five albums five. were all good. Uh, College Dropout was a classic. Day registration is a classic. Classic. Graduation, arguably a classic. Which one's graduation? It's the one with uh, Good Morning. With the Good Morning. Good, yeah. Graduation is my, my favorite album. <laughs> that is my the best album that Kanye's ever yeah. produced. Oh, no, Kanye's ever put out. 808s. 808s is either you hit or miss. Hit or miss, but you can't deny its influence on music. 1,000%. The next one was... My Beautiful Twisted Fantasy. Classic. Yeah. People say that's the best album that he's ever made. I don't think that's the best album he ever made. Um, that was... Yeezus. Yeezus. Well, Watch the Throne came first. Watch the Throne. That's a classic. Bro. Just listen to Primetime and tell me that's not a fucking classic. St. Pablo. 
I like St. Paul, but I don't think it was it a classic. Af- after uh, Well, it was Yeezus, Yeezus, and then, and then we have Graduation is a classic. Late Registration is a classic. Graduate, uh, graduation is a classic. And Beautiful Fantasy. And my, and that's four albums out of nine already that has a cl- that are classic. Like Those are fucking Jordan numbers. Yeah, like, Tra- Travis, Days of War Warrior, I would say maybe later will be a classic. But he doesn't have he does not have the classic on his hand yet. He's no. three albums in. Yeah, he's three albums in. He had a cla- three classics. <laughs> yeah, three. Three classics. Undeniable. And he outsold 50. Exactly. So, like... All but Travis outsold Nicki Minaj. That whole thing... That's I, hilarious. Fam, I don't get that whole thing of, like... She needs help. She's walling. We're not even going to get into that because we're not that type of podcast, but she's walling. Yeah, um... We did talk about uh, the congratulations to Joe Budden and the Spotify deal. A lot of people like like to hit on Joe Budden, but his takes on things and his he's usually right. His his I think he he has the same thing as uh, Dame Dash. How we talked about it. It's the way he says it. It's the way you deliver things to people. It's the way that they take it. Now they, a lot of people don't usually take in the information yeah. if if it's delivered in the wrong tone. Plus, a lot of people don't. Really like him. Well, it's cool to hate Joe Budden. Is what yeah, I'm saying. Apparently. Like Joe, one thousand percent. Joe, yeah, that's, that's turning around. Joe makes great music. Like he raps better than ninety percent of the rappers. If Joe puts out a project today, how much does it sell first week? It sales don't really uh, he, sales don't really matter when it comes to artists like his. Cause you no, don't check. I just, I just wonder, like, how much does it sell first week? Seven forty. I think forty. Yeah. I think it hits twenty five. Either way, sales from artists like that don't matter. Yeah. Like Earl is. By far one of the best rappers out all time. That's my favorite rapper. And uh, he don't his, sell. His, his, last, his last album did like fifty. Push Push has to have platinum records and shit like that, but yeah. with the clips. But Push well Push does well for himself. And put and like I feel like if you own if your validation Push's is albums own, don't cost anything, yeah. that's what it is. Not even. I feel like if your only validation is sales. Sales then no no, not that your trash is that you get stuck on that. So Nikki so two hundred thousand, that's essentially in this that's- Really That's like good. going platinum in this in this generation. So her second week sales are ninety thousand. All right, so exactly. That's so, good. so you're doing that because nine times out of ten you don't think that you, the product that you delivered was good enough, and you you were sustained by numbers. That 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 that's what validations you get. If you get all the awards and stuff like that, that's what you like. Yeah. Nas has never won a, a Grammy in his life, and Nas is by far top five. He's got one good album. Okay, Nas has way more than one good album. I don't like this little narrative that everybody tries to run with Nas. Nas has way more than one good album, but we're not going to get into that now. But I'm saying, like, I don't think it matters. Q's a good rapper, and Q doesn't get any accolades. Like, he sells records, but he doesn't yeah. get any accolades. What's that mean? Absol's a great rapper. Lupe's a great rapper. P's a great artist. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, that shit doesn't matter. Like, if, as long it's either you're worried about impact, like, actually, you're impacting the culture, or you're worried about money. Yeah, I think besides the whole sales thing with Nicki, her wild and now is like a little extra wild. Like it's on like some next level. Ye, Ye never attacked anybody. I don't, I don't remember. I feel like he has, but I don't remember. Nah, Ye never said like Ye never attacked the baby. He never. Oh yeah, yeah like he, like you were talking about the way she's going at Travis yeah, and shit. Like yeah, like that. He never did that to nobody. But when Drake was firing shots at him, not, he stood quiet. Not to be misogynistic, but. Women tend to deal with things like that in a different way, so I understand it. I understand, but at the same time, I think like something is affecting her, like beyond just the music. Yeah, but but instead, it's like, um, yeah, you, right, you so, can take it up with Joe. So the the first the the first Supreme Drop came out Thursday. <laughs> um, 
Well, it was Monday. This Monday, it came o- out. Online, yeah. It yeah, came online, out. it came out online. The la- I think it came out last Thursday in store. Wow, it, it had, s- it had such hits like the Madonna The Madonna team was accessories. dope. The one thing that I noticed is that I think they heard that everybody was saying, like, yo, last year, last season shit was super trash. What, the accessories? No, just the sh- the, oh, yeah. everything was trash. Spring like, Summer wasn't great. No, it was, that That was probably like one of their worst things. But this week, this year, they had a lot of, they, had, they have a lot of good shit. Yeah, they collabed with a great New York artist. For like the the bones, yeah. So another thing I want to talk about was uh since you brought up is the collab that so Birkenstock denied a, a Supreme collab because he said, said they that want to be yeah he said they didn't want to prostitute the brand. What do you think about people who don't like want to do collabs with, with like Supreme? Uh, you think it's a prostitution of your brand? I don't think a collab with Supreme is a prostitution of your brand, but Birkenstock might see that as probably something way out of their lane and like not something their brand is known for or would do. There's nothing wrong with denying a collab, so I wanted. To say yeah, I, I didn't see like why they wouldn't do it. Like, they've done a Birkenstock collab with Bape before. Yeah, so I guess it's just it's just preference. They just yeah. didn't want to be a Supreme. I, I it's kind of the thing of like, you know how a woman turns down the girl the guy that every woman wants just to say that they turn him down. It's the same thing. Like Birkenstock, Birkenstock was like fuck Supreme. Because they knew that I was going to get them just as much marketing as if they would have made a Birkenstock Supreme collab. God, the thing is, I think a lot of brands reject Supreme, but Birkenstock was the one that had to, like, bitch out. Come out, yeah. Yeah. You think a lot of brands do reject Supreme? Um, I think they did a lot of collabs, I dude. Th- I th- look at all the collabs they do. There's probably, like, at least for every collab they do do, pause, there's probably, like, two that reject them. But there's probably some off-the-wall wild shit that they want to do. Maybe. They do do a lot of collabs, though. Yeah, like they've got their staples. Like they always collab with Nike, CEG, Levi's, Timberland, yeah, and Vans and those niggas. But how many times have they reached out to like uh, North Face? Yeah, North Face. How many times have they reached out to other brands and like nothing happens? Like Worst Supreme. I guess you could see why they don't collab with certain brands because they have association. Like you'll never see Supreme Adidas for a long time, or Supreme Columbia, or Supreme something else. Oh, well, they had a, they had a Supreme Patagonia. Uh, Thing in 1999, but I think it got a that season to see, a season assist, and I think uh, the Louis Vuitton thing before it happened was a season assist as well. Um, that Louis Vuitton's just still wild. That's just wild. goes for crazy prices. Now I'm, t- I'm saying before they did this collab, that like they actually collabed before that they had a Supreme um, one, and they got season assist letter to like don't sell it. Oh, season assist. Um, but I, from what I saw in the lookbook, they have a lot of dope shit. I wanted the. The varsity jacket, the motion logo varsity jacket, yeah. that shit was dope. Um, they, got, they stepped up. Um, they stepped up in the, the outerwear game. No, they stepped up in the way of, uh, you know, there's always one hyped uh, item. Yeah. Or like two, three, four hype items, but they stepped up in the rest of it. Like the average items is yeah. better now. The, I felt like the, that's what they liked, where the average items weren't good. Yeah. Like, last week. If you look at the first week tees, they were all decent. Yeah, they were all tees that I was like. I, can I, see I would actually that cop that. And like, it's not amazing, but like, yeah. I would. If like, I, just a normal yeah. Supreme shirt. shirt. Like, regular price. Yeah, like my cousin. And a lot of them sat. My cousin was like, yo, if you can get me a shirt, give me that. And I got him this, that shirt. Like, right. they had they had things to me, like. Instead of like fucking last season when they had the chicken dinner plate. Yeah, like, weird shit like that. Like, Piss Christ. Yeah, like, they had some weird shit last, last season. Um, so, moving on from that, uh, can't fog not in the lineup. Um, I don't have the link for that, so let me go ahead and look up the lineup why, right now. Why are you now. looking that up? I want to say something like, with Camp Flognaw and with Travis Scott's um, 
Astro World Tour. Yeah. I mean, not the tour, but his festival. Yeah. In each of the lineups, they have Virgil as like a listed. Oh, DJ. Virgil DJs. Oh, he's a DJ. Yeah, Virgil oh, DJs. That's tough. He, he, yeah, I was wondering, I was like, what is he going to do? From what I heard, he's not a bad DJ either. Um, So this is, was this, this is 2017. Let me look up the 2018 lineup. Because the lineup was actually pretty good to, uh, this year. I think I think the headliner is Kissy Ghost. Kissy Ghost, yeah. Um, They've got the, they basically I, brought all, all of our future. Yeah, that's what I liked. I was waiting for this. This is yeah. why I wanted to go, but see, the tickets sold out quick. So I'm, I'm 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently trying to get tickets to go. So if you guys have tickets, hit me up. Uh, Tell I talk, Instagram Tell I talk, uh, Twitter. Twitter and AB. The, underscore, how much underscore? Two underscores. Yeah, two underscores. Dash on Instagram and spell out the word dash. It's not like a dash. Yeah, it's not like a dash. Yeah. All right, so they have uh, Shrimp Life Crew, which they make good music. Um, Kali Uchi, Fire. Um, Little Uzi Vert. Fire. Pretty Lights. Don't know. Kalani. Good. Galant. He's he's good. a really good R&B artist. Uh, Kilo Kish. Good. Never, never heard of him. DJ Mustard. It's a chick. Um, DJ Mustard, good. Kevin Abstract. Good. Def Grips. Not not my tea. Not my cup Bronson Lino. Goat. Flatbush Zombies. Good. SZA. Good. Yuna. Don't know. Lil Wayne. Good. As fuck. Badu. Badu's going? Yeah. Is it? No, this is 2016. Oh, I was yeah, like, holy shit. I, I did not remember that this was... Dude, I clicked 2018. All right, so what is this? What is this one? 2017. Why is 18 not popping up? All right, hold on. Let me go up. I was like, this on, the, yo, you're about, I was about to say, yo, Bronson is going? I never saw Bronson on this lineup. All right, so all right, so this is the... It makes sense, because I was like, Kevin Abstract. I thought the whole group was going. Which is a... It's a band? Brockhampton. Ah, uh, okay. Um, all right, so this is the lineup. So we have uh, Tierra Wack. Fire. Uh, Ravina. Don't know. Taco. Go. Taco DJs, uh, Wallows. Don't know. Bane's World. Fa- uh, decent, decent. I-, I didn't like this show. Uh, Rafael, Rafael, Rafael Sadiq, Good. super dope. Magic Jordan, love Magic Jordan. Magic Jordan's going. Yeah. That's a, that's uh, Flapper Zombies is there again. Good. Little Dragons there. Little Dragons pretty good. Mm, They're all right. Not a fan. Um, Billy Elish. She's like sixteen and apparently she's huge, but I, n- I never heard a single song. Uh, Georgia Smith. I like George Smith. Playboy Cardi. Y'all like Playboy Yo, Cardi. Playboy. Virgil's going. DJ set. Push is going. Push got it. Post Malone's going. Post Malone's going? Yeah. That's, that's a cool pick. Lauren Hill's going. She's not showing up. Sisters again going. She's showing up. Kissy Ghost is going. That's a good lineup. Tyler himself. Yep. ASAP Rocky. Yeah, that's good. The Internet. Brock Hampton. Kylie Uchi. Jada Smith. Fire. Earl. Oh, hold on. Jada Smith needs more credit in hip hop. I saw I him. I, I saw him I don't like open it. for J Cole. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like Jason's really like that. Earl Smith. I mean Earl, Earl Sweatshirt. Yo, Earl Sweat. Right you already know Earl, Earl's going. The Rex Orange County. You good. Their shit is good. Uh, Men I trust. Oh, Men I trust is going. Yep. They make good shit. Domo Genesis. I love Domo. Queen. Uh, Slow Hallows. They're a good LA band. Left Brain. Yo. Uh. I guess if you bring it off future, you gotta. Bring you you gotta bring them all. One thousand percent, I'm calling it now. Frank is coming out. Frank has to come out. They're gonna perform oldie. Uh, yo, if I have to be there, they perform oldie. <laughs> I have to be there. Uh, I'm a low. Don't know. That's A M A L O U. I don't know if that's no, I, I, I pronounced it wrong. Uh, Hobo Johnson and the Love Makers. I don't know. I that don't sounds know. like some shit. Mike G. Mike G. So you out. know uh, the whole thing the is whole coming group. out. Plus sounds. Uh, Turnstile. Turn, yo, the thing about Turnstile, Turnstile is like a hardcore punk band. 
Yeah. Well, Tyler, you know Tyler yeah. does that. Like, he like, likes he that. Like, he did that shit with Trash Talk. Um, uh, Real. Who? R-E-R-U-E-L? I don't know. Rule? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Um, one band that I thought for sure was gonna go was the thing. Um, Innerwave? Yeah, Innerwave. I guess they just got Bane's World instead. Like, Innerwave? is way better than Bane's World to me. Yeah. Way better. It could be that Bane's World was super drunk when we went to the concert as well, but... I mean, they were super drunk. They were hammered. And I like that shit about rock bands. These niggas be fucked up, up on stage, bro. That the was the was the the lead singers for Innerwave? Pa- Pablo. He be, he kills that shit drunk. He was like up. he can actually sing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was a camp vlog. Nog. Uh, camp vlog. Nog has. I'm pretty sure they they sold like maybe seventy thousand tickets in thirty minutes. 30, that's a fucking lot. Like Ty, I like Tyler's creative space that he lives in, bro. Dog, that's like a. That's a lot of that fucking tickets. was like when tickets. the Yeezys first came out. You ever seen 70,000 people? And the tickets ain't cheap. It's like $300. For like the regular pass. Yeah. Well, that's that is cool. pretty cheap to see all those people at one time. Yeah, but I'm saying for something to sell out like that. Yeah, three, three, th- do the math on that. $300, 70,000 people. That's what? You do the math. That's I can't add that many. 21 mil. like 2.1 million. Yeah, 2.1, 2.1, Nigga, that's quick. That's quick. That's quick. Have you ever made 2.1 million in 30 minutes? Like... Shout out to fucking Tyler. Like, Tyler, like, I, I didn't like Tyler until I, like, like, was, like, my late teens. But there's a lot of parallels between Tyler and Pharrell. Like, I definitely think that Nerd should have a, a festival as well. Like, I feel like Pharrell is going to be crazy. They sold 70,000 of the 300 ones, but there was probably, like, maybe an extra five. Well, I'm saying it's 70,000. I'm, I'm speculating because oh. last time it was 50,000 50, and now it's Dodger only Stadium. got bigger. That's Donald Stadium. All right, let's just take the capacity of Dodger Stadium. Hold on. Got you. You, you going to? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like 100 something thousand. Nah, it's like 34. It's 56,000. 56,000 tickets. Still. That's a lot of fuck, and that's fifty six thousand seats. Yeah, um, they're definitely gonna have um where you can be on the lawn. Yeah, so that's like an extra twenty thousand. So yeah, like seventy to six thousand, eighty thousand tickets. That's a yep. fucking lot. Eighty thousand people in one stadium, that's and it's only like thirty minutes. That's a lot of fucking people, man. Like Tyler, that's a good ass line. Tyler definitely needs a fucking round of applause for that, cause that he did his fucking thing on that shit. Um, so moving on, yeah, we uh, we talked about the Nigel Sylvester getting his own uh, Jordan one. Which is very on brand because he, uh, I don't know if you guys follow him on thing. I, I watch his Go, uh, Go YouTube videos. videos. Uh, so he wears Air Jordan ones every day to to bike ride. So yeah. like those scuffs and things are like scuffs that he they're, would they're normally. They're modeled after like yeah. scuffs from the bike pedal. I like the I like the color where the sneaker wears like a cream sneaker and then they it's just a, to change the laces. Well, I'm pretty sure they have extra laces. What are, what what colors laces again? They're like pure white, so they kind of like clash against the cream. So you you definitely can get some cream laces. Like I definitely want to get those things when they came come out. Like they came out when I was in New York, but I wasn't gonna wait in line at Kith for that long, and I wasn't gonna pay anybody to wait in line for me. Yo, the fucking Kith Coca Cola. All right, yeah, let's what get into the Kith Coca Cola thing. What the fuck was that? Like, Kith does his thing, but I guess I guess I'm out of the loop on this one because right. that Kith Coca Cola line was fucking. I know you niggas don't drink soda like that. It was fucking crazy, dude. What was that? Like, it was huge in Miami. New York has, th- like, three or four stores, and the, the lineup was stupid crazy. Around the block, each one. Like, no, no. The one in Miami was down the street. Like, that it's crazy. on Collins Ave, so it was down Collins like crazy. Bro, the, the line from Miami, the Miami, one, the Miami one, it hit the beach. That's over a mile. The one in Soho was super long as well. The one in Brooklyn was crazy long. Like, big ups to Ronnie Fi, because your customer client base is 
very, 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 very long. Is Ronnie Fike the best collaborator in the game right now? I think he's the only one who does like crazy collabs like he that. Does like, them a lot. Then I, I would say his Rolodex is 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 well though, because he does Adidas and Nike collabs. Yep. He does Van collabs. Yep. He does. Uh, he got fucking Bird off Goodman. He does Bird off Goodman collabs. He's got Columbia. Columbia. I he, think he did. Uh, he not he hasn't done a North Face one yet. He's got Tommy. Coca Cola. Twice. Um. He got the Tommy shit coming up. He has a lot more. It's, it's, I know there's another one that I'm missing that he. He collabed with Emily on door. He had a Bape one. He did. Um. A lot of shit. He did a lot. Like yo, big up Ronnie. You doing your fucking thing. Keep doing your thing, cause I, I for sure, no lie, I thought that. Kip was gonna be like a life. Like I thought, I was gonna hit that that like that like downhill. That thing. little low low but steady. Yeah, like it, it's not a bad space to be in. A life is still like a, a well renowned shop, and it has a lot of good pieces in there. But it's I didn't more think like a historical place. Yeah, right? I didn't think it was gonna be like crazy. Like Kip, like Kip is crazy. Like a life definitely like led that pathway. Like a life and Staples and stuff like that led that pathway. But that Kip Coca Cola shit showed me like, dude. It's a for somebody for somebody to go wait in line and go get a white pair of Converse's that have Coca Cola written on the side for like 130 beans and be able to resell them for five hundred dollars. That's pretty. That's pretty telling in what your brand can do right now. Um, are you searching something up over there? Cause you're looking like very like nah, mischief. I, I just miss a life, so I'm looking at this shit up. A life would a life definitely had the one. They got a Croc. One thousand percent. Uh, These Crocs are kind of clean. So one thing, one thing I noticed in New York is that Gucci, MLB collab was pretty well like. A lot, I saw a lot of people with that Gucci Yankee hat, which is crazy. Cause how much we were talking about how much that shit was? It was like over two hundred dollars. It was like three sixty five. Yeah, but it is kind of cool. Yeah, no, it's it's a dope hat, but I would think that for luxury brands, the the exclusivity plays a part. So if everybody has it. So how, when you how, say a lot, you how saw like maybe you saw one every day. I saw like two or three every day. That's fucking insane. Granted, I was in most of like the fashion districts and yeah. things like that, and I was in some pretty well high end places and shit like that. So, people who I was around definitely could afford it, but it's still crazy to see. I come from, if I see more than two or three people have it, I'm not gonna wear it. But New York is a different space in a sense where... There's also a lot of fucking people in New York. There's a lot of fucking people in New York, one, and there's a lot of fashionable people in New York as well. And a lot of people with money. Like, in New York, there's a lot of front in New York, but it's a lot of niggas who get money in New York. Yeah, shout out Canal Street, the Greatest Street in New York. <laughs> but it's a lot of niggas who get money in New York, because majority of the cars that you see in New York are BMWs, Benzes, um, like, high-end cars like Audis and shit like that. Even cabs. 1,000% people are... I would say like over fifty percent of those people are paying a lease price that's like not not like it's very stupid to pay that price for a lease car. But that was very telling to me. Also, I brought that up because they have uh, more things coming out. They have uh, a satin uh, Nike, uh, Yankee joint. Oh, good. They're they doing more MLB shit. Yeah, they have a. They have. I told you it was. Gonna, they were gonna definitely like. Prolong Is it just this. Yankees though? No, they have uh, the Giants. They have the Pirates. Um. But I like I like some of their shit. Their shit was like pretty. It's pretty nice shit. But the thing is, like, if everybody can have it, I don't want it. And that's right. the point of having luxury goods because everybody can't afford that, or it's a different realm of quality. So, oh yeah, moving along, the Astro World merch came out. So there's two Astro World merches. There was the Nike Astro World merch, which I liked. Yeah, then and there's then the regular the regular merch. merch. Yeah, and then the random 
uh, Virgil one. The the problem that I have with things like that is I feel like they just throw on whatever the album name is and sell it. Yes. Also, they finessed everybody. Did what they did? I don't know if you remember, but they dropped different things that would only be available on that day. And at the end of the week, they released all of it again. That's always what the cons- That's they hilarious. Do. That's always what they do. The 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 Nike one that I like, I don't think came out. It was the white one that Travis had on. Yeah. I, that one didn't come that out. That only ended up in being pop up. Yeah, that I, I didn't see anybody with that one. I like that one. Um, other than that, I feel like it was whatever. Um, uh, Kejanada was a model for for Dime. For Dime. I it was really cool. So what what I, what I like about Dime a lot is that they know they're fucking like not even spot. that. I, like. I equate them to being like Keichinata is like, those who know know, yeah, and like people people who get put onto it would be like, oh, it's dope, like that's a, that's how I feel the diamonds that's I, like I feel like they're like very like cohesive. Like, like if you were to diamonds Canadian Supreme, basically, but like it came later. So like I've I've seen that. I've seen a few dime shirts and like a few a few dime apparels that I I would definitely cop. Yeah, bro, they made a toaster and I wanted it so bad. That's the that's the thing. They fall in that same space of supreme, but it it's so different. Cool. But let me tell you about the toaster. The toaster, <laughs> when you put the bread in, it would like burn a figure of a of Mary, from like the Bible in it, and on the other side it would say dime. That's so fucking. We're hard. deaf gonna do that and have a teletalk. Teletalk one, and we're just gonna put For fucking sure. Tristan on the other side. For sure. That'd be yeah, uh, mascot. So, oh, I saw. Okay, so this Japanese designer named uh, Tuku Omura. I don't know if I'm I'm nine times I mispronouncing your name. Uh, so what he did was he took company's logos and made them to a household, like uh thing that you would be able to use like every day like a rack or some shit like that yeah. I found that to be pretty dope, really dope it was just like a that's just like a quick tidbit that I wanted to throw out also another quick tidbit I wanted to throw out was Celine's flagship store in Miami definitely looks like you're walking into a seance or a cult what is it like over there oh, damn I should have put the link in there google it so you can see it but it's it's a very like heaven like it, it feels like it's a heavenly mountain vibe but at the same time, it feels like you're in a weird space. I took it like kind of like when I went to the Brooklyn Museum in New York. By the way, I don't know if I went on a bad day or anything, but the Brooklyn Museum was... I, that shit was trash. The garden? No, the Brooklyn Museum was oh. trash. The Botanical Gardens was amazing. Always fine. I want to go so bad. Like, if you, need, if you guys need a date to go on, it's the Botanical Gardens. Uh, I wanted to get into this, this talk about uh, museums and shit, because I went to the Brooklyn Museum, and I, I noticed how much people like to fake that they like art. And you just stand by, like, the most trash or, like, the most well-known piece and just stand there. Not even. It's, like, they'll have somebody with them and they'll explain it. And I'm, like, art isn't something you can explain. It's not scientific. It's not scientific. It's not math-based. You can't explain it. It's just a feeling. If you like the if you like the painting, you like the painting. If you like the sculpture, you like the sculpture. Like, That's course, how it is to me. Of course, it's, like, a message the painter wanted to get across. But 1,000%. Like, not everyone's going to get it. Not everybody's going to get that, that thing. And you don't even know if that's actually what the painter was trying to get yeah. across. But you can tell when somebody's totally bullshit. Yeah. Like, you like all oh, the, the colors are so eccentric and they're popping out. It's very abstract. It's definitely not abstract. These are the type of people that wear berets. Yeah. So, and then you have the dudes who I kind of was like, I want to have this conversation too. The things that women introduce us to that we normally wouldn't do for ourselves. Oh, shit. So, there was a couple of dudes that were there on dates where they showed these and they just like, you know, trying to, trying to show that they're different from other guys. 
trying to show them the difference from other, from other things. Which I, that shit was pretty funny because that's how it was when I first started going to museums. But I found the museums to be dope, so I started going to museums more. But the, the reason behind that I went to is because I went on on when I did with a, with a shorty. Right. So I wanted to get into that conversation of like, what did shorties put you onto that you would not have cared about otherwise? Shit. My last girl, she put me onto like hella like the natural hair game. Uh-huh. Like, she's the reason why Ooh, my hair. She definitely got you on shape butter shit. Yeah, she got me on my shape butter shit. Like, <laughs> taking care of my skin more. Damn, yep. she just made me a clean nigga. Taking Super care of my nice. skin was the one thing that, that, yeah. a, that a, a woman friend showed me. Like, you, as a man, don't really look at your skin like that. So, I'm like, yeah, so whatever. I got it's good cool skin. It's from a different pair of eyes. Because now you, you feel it. I, def- I definitely have better skin than most people. Yeah. But I still have certain things that could be better. So, they definitely put me on to products. Right. And things like that. Um, mask. Shout out to my Aztec clay mask. Women showed me definitely how to be more cleansing. Yeah. I mean, like, this is, like, like cleanliness. post-girl. But, like, I've been on, like, that... Painted nail trend, not like with colors, but like the clear coat mad. Oh, mad get you, that's another thing yeah. I got from girls getting I've manicures and getting pedicures. I don't get the clear, the clear thing. I just get it buffed. Yeah. I don't like how the clear thing looks. It's too shiny for me. I don't like shiny things like that. Either. No, like, I, so, I, I, don't, I fuck with it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like shiny things. I don't like jewelry. I don't like like shiny like candy paint cars and shit like that. That's never been my thing. Sure, I like jewelry, but no candy paint car here. But damn, that's probably pro- that's probably what my last shorty taught me that. I wasn't onto before. That's like kind of like uh, surface level. I'm not talking about like how she like fucking changed my life or nothing. Yeah. It's like just regular shit. That would Definitely girls taught me how to be more emotionally in tune. Like uh, have more emotional intelligence. Yeah, yeah, that and knowing when to pick a fight and when to not pick a fight. And also how like to probably that's to suppress feelings is what I'm saying how to like communicate yeah like how to communicate for sure cause my yes. mother living in a Dominican household there's no communications nah. you do what I say you do or you getting whacked like there's that's no it. other there's no other like bad. like there's no I feel I, I've always feel like you can tell when a dude is with a girl and he's doing something cause the girl wanted to do it it's like, in his bones. You, you can, can see it. You can see it when it comes across his pictures and shit like that. You can definitely see that Facts. shit. Uh, so moving along from that, uh, Cold Drop the Album of the Year Freestyle. Um, I thought what you were going to say about Cold it? Drop Album of the Year. I was about to no. say, like, Sir, Sheck West. Cold's album was good, but I don't think it's Album of the Year. I mean, he's got no better songs than 6 9 Alright, stop it. Alright, so Cold album, Cold Drop the Album of the Year Freestyle. What do you think about it? I, I know mean, you heard it because we talked about it in the group chat. Yeah, uh, I liked it. He did it over the classic Nas beat. Yeah, the Uchi Wally. That's that. By the way, that's a great beat to freestyle over. Yeah. Um, he did drop that fire Asian line. I said I. I don't even want to quote it because I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't remember. I forgot, I forgot what it was. It was, he, it was funny. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it's, I it's see. Cole. I see the it? wordplay that. All right, stop hating on Cole. What do you want me to say? I went. I paid ninety two dollars to see him, so I'm not a J. Cole. I forgot you went to the J. Cole. The J. Cole. This nigga hate. You, everybody who listens definitely knows that this nigga be hating on J. Cole. It's true. He's a snore fest. This nigga paid almost a hundred dollars to go see his ticket. This is the nigga that I was telling y'all about that. Niggas say that J. Cole's a snore fest, but this nigga's album is doing crazy numbers. Chill. All right. To make it clear, I went because. I would never would have gone on my own. Never. Never, never, never. Well, who goes to concerts by themselves? No, I mean, like, on my own accord. Huh. So, my cousin wanted to go. We went. I wore a shirt that I made that says, I'm here for Thugger. <laughs> he made a shirt that says that? <laughs> yeah, I did. This guy. All right, so, 
Yeah, that that freestyle, I like the freestyle, but I freestyle felt like dope. it was just that that fast flow. But you're he's you're saying, saying things, anything. but the flows was really like carrying this. it. Yeah. So if you can flow nice and the beats nice, no one's gonna one thousand percent. No one's gonna rap genius. One thousand percent. Um, That's how Nas got by. Big thing that happened last it was last week or this week. Uh, rest in peace to Aretha Franklin, the rest queen. Peace. That was last week for sure. That that's definitely so queen. Rest in peace to her. Uh, last thing that I have on this topic of um, what we missed was the the Yeezy the Yeezys popped up on Yeezy Supply of as like an archive, and everybody was going crazy because they thought they were gonna re, they were gonna re release them like it was like the turtle dubs yeah. and all that shit and shit like that. And the funny shit to me is. How like impatient resellers are, because as soon as you went on StockX, the prices were dropping like that. Yeah, because they were scared. They, they were scared were... that they were gonna lose their money like that. Motherfuckers are really terrible at what they do. There's a conspiracy that Yeezy Supply did that to get the price down to stock up. That's pretty smart though, That's because pretty... if you think about it, Yeezy Supply is like the number one source of info for like. No, Yeezy Mafia is what you're thinking of. Yeezy Supply oh, is the Yeezy, the Yeezy, uh, Yeezy Mafia. Yeah. Wait, so Yeezy Supply posted. Yeezy Supply posted it, and Yeezy Mafia posted it on his on his thing, and I'm saying Yikes. like, Yo, yeah. So that's a sketch. Yeah, I think that they were planning on doing it anyways. I just don't think they're doing it now. Um, moving along from that, all right. So Nike pulls uh the baklava. <laughs> the balaclava. Balaclava. So basically, the big ass face mask. Yeah. Shoulder mask. Uh, they pulled it because they, uh, people felt like it was promoting and profiting off of gang culture in London. Which makes no sense. It, it makes... It, it, uh, it's, not the, it's not Nike's fault that people use that to commit crime. Yeah, it's not Nike's fault. So why are they pulling it? I guess because a lot of people in London were like making robberies and had these, uh, these fucking shits on. Alright, niggas use rope. That's the same thing that I was gonna say. Nike's been a part of crime and gang culture for years. Listen to some locks bars, and they tell you how they they, how they would get their Nike gloves to go shoot niggas so the the handprint doesn't get on the gun. Or is there? It's also millions, not even millions, but like it's always every year. It's always people dying over sneakers, anyways. I don't know. I don't know how Nike can pull a ski mask, essentially essentially a ski mask, mask, when people are pulling out like. Bulletproof vests, yeah, for fashion and exactly. utility vests, yeah, which are made are basically glorified gun holsters. Basically, but you can't sell a fucking mask against the cold. A balaclava is the best thing you can wear when it's freezing outside. Exactly. That another thing I like about New York, you can wear shit like that. Here, you would get immediately you get pulled over and you're getting like you either going to jail, you getting a ticket, a citation, or some shit. Estonia is wild, bro. Um. Yeah, so I, I didn't really understand that move by Nike. I guess like in this in this PC world now, like anytime you put some pressure on a company, they it's it's, it's cheaper for them to just pull the product. It's the fucking liberals, man. But I I like all right, <laughs> calm it down. I like I like um Bill Burr's thinking of things though. What so did Bill Burr say? So he says that if he says something that offends you, fuck it. I'm not gonna apologize for it because you took it out of context of a joke. Like, it's a joke, and if you write down a joke, it's going to come off bad. Just like if you write down a lyric, it's not going to come off as how I say it. This is like, if, so if you pull something from our podcast, I guarantee you can pull something from today, right now, and people would go nuts about it without doing any background searches or any any fact-checking and go listening to it. Very true. And then Twitter will pop off and call us uh, cis shit, homophobe, misogynistic pig. I don't think we say anything misogynistic or homophobic. No, we love women. But, yeah, but yeah. I definitely think that they can pull something off. I love titties. Uh, so... <laughs> 
I can't be on the side of this. I love titties and ass. Shout out to Tyler. All right, so again, we're gonna keep it on Nike. Uh, Nike ACG is re-releasing some old pieces. Um, yeah, because all their new shit's been misses. Yeah, I've never been a fan, a, a huge fan of Nike ACG. Anyways, when they were doing like the tech jackets in all black, I like the ACG Nike too. boots. Depends on the certain ones. Um, I like some of their their Gore-Tex. I don't know if they did Gore-Tex, but the Gore-Tex style pants. Yeah, but they they're, what they're doing here is more of the wool things. It's like an embossed wool. Yeah, so just wanted to, bro. They got a shirt that says "We Out There." Yeah, I'm clicking X on this whole one thousand percent. Remember when niggas used to cop the sneakers and cop the Nike uh, shirt that always goes to match with it? No, this is hilarious. It's like um, top of the game, ball alert. So fresh. So fresh. Or some shit like that. Like I'm bro, so I'm so fresh or some shit. Those Nike shirts were the bane of my high school existence. Those were shit. Those were the fucking worst. horrible. The worst part is when they'd get the one with like the highlighter color, and they would wear the highlighter shoes. Literally the worst part. Highlighter colors is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do not like super bright colors. Speaking of that, Nike Nike uh, acronym collab uh, just came. Just came out. I feel like people went super crazy for these niggas when they came out uh, last time. Like these niggas are going for like seven hundred, seven eight hundred, nine hundred dollars, depending on the color wave it was. I like this nigga. It's cool. Yeah, they, the shoe got really big because Jerry Lorenzo was wearing it at the time. Like it's a lot of shoes that Jerry Lorenzo had a lot of influence on. Uh, that and the um, Y three Pure Boost um, sneakers that was coming out, the white, black, and the white, black, and gray ones. Um, so I just think what they did here was a a, a quick money grab where they just flipped the colors from last one. Yeah. They have a high, they have a highlight shoe, a plain shoe, and then a, a in between. So I got distracted by hype beast comments. Oh, is that go look at the comments on that one? On the balaclava. On the Nike acronym one. Cause I wanted there was a hilarious comment section on it's either that one or the one that we're gonna talk about later about Elon Musk, and that shit was fucking Bro, the, jokes. First of all, I don't even read comments, but I just glanced at those up really quick, and I started that shit had me fucking dying. That shit was hilarious. You talking about the the air prestos? Yeah. Let me read the top comment real quick. It's loading right now, but no. Um, while that's loading, the top comment on the fucking balaclava one is like, yo, it's a $100 mask. No one in the gang is going to buy this. They're going to get the $1 bandana and call it a day. I don't know. The top comment on the acronym says, I'm glad y'all think these suck. It will be easier cop for me. Thanks. Why do people still comment on things? That's what I want to know. Like, why do you comment on this shit? These shits are hilarious. It's ri- that shit is The really next funny. comment is, doesn't fit with anything I own. I'll take three. <laughs> It's definitely Elon Musk that wanted that out. So, alright, so, uh, moving along. Balenciaga drops a new track capsule. Uh, I've always been a, f- a fan of wearing high performance things and just being casual with them. Because I feel like it, it pisses people off. The Balenciaga joint? Yeah. So, I like the, I like the, the, the sneaker, the track sneaker. I like that sneaker a lot. Uh, that shit looks to me like a, a ASIC, like, shoe that you would use to run. That's like $200 or some shit like that. They're like they're super comfortable, and I don't think it's gonna be comfortable. But the clothes I didn't it was whatever. It just a shirt that says track. Like I didn't think it was anything special. But the sneakers I definitely like. I would definitely cop those sneakers. Are you looking at it? Or are you just like zoning out, being high or something right now? Uh, I was looking at it. Wait, <laughs> the Valenciaga? No, I wasn't looking. at I it. I know you weren't looking at it. All right, next topic. <laughs> You're not gonna look at it. No, fuck Valenciaga. Why? Why is fuck Valenciaga now? He says this now. The next week he's gonna be. I, I love Balenciaga. What have I ever hyped Balenciaga up? I don't think Balenciaga's 
Balenci- well, Balenciaga has. Like, whenever I ever seen... bigged them up in this podcast, you definitely have it here. This is season that. two. God's working on all of us. <laughs> all right. new man. So, uh, mainly on Dior Fall Winter. I was looking at. 18 came out. All right. I want to say this. Um, I had a photo shoot recently. Shout out to my folks, Hez and Daytona Shots. But the one thing that didn't happen is that I wanted a Doberman for the pictures. And I opened up this Emilion Dior photo there's two shoot. Dobermans. And there's two Dobermans. Yo. One thing I wanted to do is shout out that model because they they use him on ninety five percent. Everybody who's seen them in the for every stuff, campaign, he's there. They always use him for like almost every picture since like their conception. Like I've been seeing this dude since twenty fourteen. Yeah, like and shout you know out what? To that. It fucking worked because he looks good in the clothes. Like he looks mad natural. Uh, Plus, like their campaigns are always on point. The style. Oh, one thousand percent. Them and Noah. Like, the way but, they shoot things are, ve- like, are very particular. I yeah. like the way they shoot things. Like, if you've been seeing how Ronnie Fig has been styling his shit lately, he's, no, he's copying Teddy. Uh, well, Teddy and my friends. Yeah. So, he's getting a big influence off Teddy. Um, th- To me, they always do a great job with all the collabs they do. I mean, not collabs, but every every season they do. Like, one, right now, they're, right. like, one of my favorite brands. I went to their store. Oh, I was actually going to talk about it. I went to their store. They're my, they're my top three. Their store is definitely... Like it definitely gives me a porn video store from the two thousands vibe. All, it's it's lit by candles. Yeah. It's and a chandelier. It's shag carpeting. Shag carpeting. It's in a brick building. Yeah. It definitely looks like a porn video. The pi- the picture place. frames are like the really elegant like flowery vines. Shit. For for the for everybody here, I think who, there's wallpaper too. Yeah, there is. So for everybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about when I say like a porn video store, um, before the internet, you had to go to the store and rent videos and DVDs and shit. Yeah, and so it looks clothes. like that in the best possible way, though. Yeah, in the best possible way, because it and, looks really cool. And they're, the people who worked there were pretty cool, too. That was cool. That was cool, dudes. They, like, they were very laid back. They were smoking outside before we came, before we came, and then they walked in with us and stuff like that. They were, they were pretty cool. Um, but as far as this fall, winter, it's, it's if, just, if you like a Leon Dior, you're going to like this, because it's very on brand. If you've ever liked anything from them, you're going to like this. 1,000%. Uh... Quick, quick run off right here. Pharrell has three BBC exclusive human races. Also, Dobermans are fire. Dobermans are fire. Uh, he has three ex- uh, BBC exclusive human races. Human races have just become like a, a right. an normal shoe. Wayno said he has seven. So yeah, uh, the shoes the shoes are great shoe. I like the model of the shoe. It's dope. Um, there's a lot of fakes though. Oh, one thousand percent. There's a lot. There's a lot of fakes. There's a lot of fakes to everything. Yeah. Um. Oh, LB dropped a new sneaker. It's it's an odd sneaker, but I like it. Hold on, I'm about to load this shit up. Like, the color, the first color that pulls up is the color that I like as well. Oh, the black with the highlighter here? Yeah. Like, it's, it's a black... It's, it's like a purple fading into a highlight yellow. The only thing that I don't like about the sneaker is the, how it's patent leather on the backs. The heel? Yeah, oh. on the heel. I don't I, I don't, don't like that. I don't like patent leather sneakers. Only patent leather sneakers I like are the Jordan 11s. That's it. I, this shoe's pretty nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a dope shoe. Wow, I was not expecting to like this. I don't like that first color. I don't like the second color. I mean, the second color where it's a it's a white fading the into orange. purple and the orange. I don't like yeah, that. I don't like that one. I, I like, like the first color. I like the first one. I like the first color. Definitely gives me. Oh, I didn't see that it was the third color. The third colors are alright. Yeah, uh, the first one's the best one. The first one's definitely the best one, but that that gives me very like a '90s Nerf vibe. Nerf. That's a like that's exactly what it gives me. Uh, all right. So speaking of you, uh, we we spoke about this. Hinted at it like twice. Uh, so you said that there's a lot of fakes of the human for all human races. Yeah. And you, earlier you said that you would buy fakes, which I don't promote at all. So. Oh, no, no, I say I wouldn't buy fakes, but I don't. You don't oppose the people buying fakes. I don't oppose fakes. it at all. All right, so. 
$500 million worth of luxury goods were seized by the feds. Uh, it was uh, Louis Vuitton shit, Louis Vuitton bags, Hermes belt, Chanel fragrances, which I didn't know they fake fragrances. Um, I don't think that is actually a fake anyways because it's just a, it's just it's a, just a mix. Yeah, but... Um, it's probably hard to do. It is probably hard to do because there there are... Uh, one there's, thing that I find about luxury brands is that there's a lot of there's uh, lots of fucking scientists. There's a lot. There's a lot of exclusive sense. things that the that the brand buys. Like Hermes orange is only Hermes. Only Hermes can use that color. Like they have their own color. So it got seized in New York as well. I it mean, got seized in nine properties in Queens, Staten Island, and Brooklyn, which I find kind of weird because cops are always around Canal Street knowing that they sell fakes, fake Rolexes, fake Louis Vuittons. Like so, I think they know they can't stop it, but if it's contained to one area, they can limit it. And I guess. It. My whole thing is five hundred million dollars worth of, of it. Not like it's fake shit. So yeah. it's more than you think. Yeah, five hundred million dollars. That's a lot. That's a lot of fucking money. So just on that little tidbit, just imagine how much is actually getting through in circulation. That's fake. That's a, like I. There's a lot of people right now who are wearing something fake and they do not know. Some people wear it and knowingly they wear it. Like Chad Johnson always said that he wore fake Cubans, and like fake fake uh fake Rolexes and shit like that. Was that Yeah, Chad Ochocinco. Because you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the guy he was standing next to who had the real one and him who had the fake one. Because I think it's rich. And then on Dope the movie, it, it tells you the one scene in the movie uh, is where he says that which bag is fake. Which, which bag, bag is fake? It doesn't matter what bag is fake because if they think if you're if you're somebody from low income housings, they will think it's fake regardless. And if you're somebody who's rich, they're gonna think it's real. So it doesn't matter if it's fake or real. It just matters of like a state of mind, or like a and state of status. Atlanta did the same thing with the Fubu episode. The Fubu out. episode. That's a classic episode. No doubt. Um, that kid didn't have to kill himself though. Spoilers. My whole thing is like that's a lot. That's a lot. But think about it. Just, let's just say a, a Louis Vuitton bag from a counterfeit place is maybe like what one fifty, two hundred dollars. Our man's belt is probably like ninety, one fifty. So. Dude, it's a lot of five hundred million dollars is like, that's a lot of fucking product. That's a cargo ship. That's a cargo ship Mm-mm. worth of shit. Yo, who the fuck? Cause I one, how are you paying people? Like, are you wiring money to the to the the, the Chinese people's banks or how how is this going down? If it's five hundred million, like I'm pretty sure well, this wasn't one person. But still, I'm pretty sure somebody ordered a million dollars worth of things at least. It must have been like a big like conglomerate type shit, like a big like kingpin that like distributes to that, New York and shit. That's fucking crazy. So, uh, also, uh, we gotta keep in mind that the police don't know how to count shit, so it's probably a little. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. If they don't know how to value anything, they probably valued it at full price. If you if you ever pay attention to the police reports, you're an idiot because police reports are always falsified, facts, or enhanced. There's always there's always gonna be a lot of things in there that did not happen. And the amount is never correct, ever. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. I've definitely seen people get locked up for shit, and they said that they had way more things that they had on them. So, all right, so keeping up with Ronnie Feig, uh, Ronnie Feig dropped the uh, New Balance archive. That I thought like, it was pretty dope. That sounds like a reality show. Keeping up with Ronnie. Oh, I thought it was pretty dope. I like the colors of the thing. It's, it's that basic color of uh, New Balance, the classic color. That's uh, navy blue, it's, light it's just, blue. It's just regular shit. Yeah, it's dope. The thing is that he does things like that where I would like, and then he does things that for other people. He knows what to get us with, people who aren't like 
like uh, what easily influenced by other people. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is hot right now, so let's go, let's get this. But he also gets the people that just don't know and just think, oh, this looks cool. Yeah. Like, if you go into the store, it's a great, like, layout of things. Yeah. Like, if you're a dad, you can find something for you and your son there. Yeah, 1,000%. I'll, I'll always walk in there and be like, oh, I've never seen these Air Max 1s, and I'm going to cop these Air Max 1s. Yeah. Like, the, the, it's mostly almost Air Max 1s that I go in there and cop. Stop. Always. Alright, so... Oh, Chanel has made uh, men makeup now. What do you think about that? The punk rock niggas are going to be so happy about the that. punk rock niggas are going to be super happy. They get stuff that's tailored to their skin. Um, I remember back in middle school and high school, there was dudes that was wearing like eyeliner and shit like that. I, I've always seen kids that wear eyeliner or kids that wear uh, nail polish and shit like that. So, um... I mean, to each his own, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I just, I just found this to be like... That's, that's pretty... Dude. Like cool, like Pretty cool. Um, because there's already like um male um makeup artists on YouTube. That yeah, are, like, there's really plenty popular. of them for one thousand percent. So like, I think this is due. Yeah, whatever. Was, Am I gonna wear it? No, I don't no, wear I'm not. I don't. I, I don't wear makeup. Skin. I don't. Yeah. I, that's not my vibe. But to to each his own. Go do your thing. You know, maybe a little foundation, but you know, fuck out of here. All right. Uh, well, one thing that I know definitely knows while I was in New York is off white Nike is like running shit right now in the sneaker game. There's a lot of them. Not is there's a lot of them. Is that they're very sought after, like a lot of people are like oh shit you got the off white joints on. Like I'm pretty sure if you wear a couple off white things in the wrong neighborhood you definitely get robbed in New York. Nigga, like Nike wearing, shits you definitely you like be wearing black Tims in the wrong neighborhood and get your shit. Right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> New York is not New York is not that type of vibe anymore. Like there's definitely people who like stand inside outside of round two with, uh, a lot of expensive shit and yeah. like mm, the early two thousands nineties. Maybe even like 2010, 2009, you definitely would have got robbed in the city for that and broad day. Like, but now when, it's totally different. Especially when like low life was like out here just duck, duffing. Oh no, low life is a wholly different thing. No, it's, those who don't know what low life is, low life are people who collect uh, polo. Polo. So it's polo life. So they life. they used to call the snow beach piece that is f- uh, famous from Ray- Raekwon on the Cream album. I mean, not Cream album, the Cream song. Yeah. Cash was everything around me. Cream. Um. They used to call that the suicide ja- uh, jacket. Because if you wore it. Because if you wore it, it was basically suicide. Either somebody was going to kill you for it or something was going to happen yeah, to you. Yeah, these are dudes that would walk up into security guarded stores and just oh, and run out with shit. Oh, Bat- yeah, 1,000%. Garbage bags. Garbage bags. Garbage bags full of polo. Garbage bags full of polo. They crashed the market for polo. They Low life is what made polo catered to the black community. 1,000%. There's other features that happen with that, but definitely. I think there's a documentary you can watch. I think it's on Compass. I think yeah. they have a, a Compass documentary. All right, so, uh, yeah. That's one thing I got from New York. Off-White is running shit in New York. Virgil's definitely running shit as far as Louis Vuitton and in the street coach as well. Like, off, Off-White, the brand isn't like, it's whatever. Well, Vir- Virgil is. Virgil is. And his, night, and his collabs are, are very well. So, one thing that we're going to talk about that I was very confused with is in what realms of life does Acelia Banks operate in where she is has... In close quarters with Elon Musk? And has access to Elon Musk's phone. Because the, 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 in this article that I read was that she had his phone and his lawyer hit her up to erase all the information that she had on her phone. Because apparently, uh, after the Times interview, Elon, after Elon Musk's Times interview, Elon, uh, so Tesla lost... I want to say it was ten percent. The the stock dropped ten percent, which yeah. is a lot. This is a lot after he tried to buy it all. 
Yeah. Um, me, we've talked about this on the podcast a lot. Elon Musk is a person who I do not believe in. Like, a lot of people think that this is, like, the... He is the He's new... He's a weird yeah. dude. Yeah, like, he operates in... Like, I'm a person who could read your energy and read your body language, and he's I'd, not... I'd rather vibe with the Virgin Mobile guy, Richard Branson. 1,000%. Yeah. But the thing that I get from him is, if you say you're going to deliver on something and you never deliver... And then you make flamethrowers? How do people blindly follow that? I think people just see, oh, he made an electric car. Oh, He's doing cool shit with space. They're everybody fucking everybody who initially has the idea to do something is never the person who gets rich off of it. For, all I want to say is, like, there's no support stronger than nerd support. <laughs> you think so? Because nerds have, like, a weaponized, like, mental thing where, like, they... I'm going to say it like this. <laughs> Trump supporters are fucking nerds. And they're powerful because... They'll troll the fuck out of you. They'll like dox you. They'll do all that crazy shit. Well, you know, you know when Elon the, Musk supporters ner- are nerds. nerds run the world. Nerds run the world because they know how to do shit. Elon Musk is a nerd. His supporters are nerds. Uh, they need wedgies. That's all. So, so the the thing also, that the shit was like um apparently he wanted a threesome with Vasilia Banks and Grimes. I'm like nigga, you're you're a billionaire, aren't you? You can pay for that. You fam. can pay for that. But you can I, go to some I, remote I res- island. I respect him for that. That he didn't want to pay for that. Because that's, that's definitely the nigga I would type to be. I'm not paying for a trizzy. I'm going to run the trizzy. Bro, he, he, I'm not. He's going to run the trizzy. He can buy an island. He can buy the people on the island. Oh, 1,000%. And start his own cult. You can, you can be on some Marlon Brando shit for sure. No Those who don't know who Marlon Brando is. Isn't that when he, he went to shoot the video? Yeah, the he went to go shoot a movie over there. And he was getting... He was charging movie companies like $400,000 to read scripts. Because he was Crazy. like taking drugs and fell in love with the women on the island. I think it was, it might have been like one of the Caribbean islands or something yeah. like that. So he was just literally just having sex and reading scripts. And reading scripts. And then it was like five years in, and they, the movie executives came and watched the movie he had. And he apparently he, like, he was like paying people from the from the tribe to do shit. Not the tribe, but the people from around the town and like shit the, to do the it. People. And they said that like the movie was horrible. Uh, but the thing that. Uh, was was uh was telling about this is that um I guess Azalea Banks was invited by his girlfriend's Grimes and uh she heard him uh scoundering for investors despite claiming that Tesla had funded secured funding secured to go private. After the story died down, uh da 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 Banks tagged Elon Musk writing, You need to contact me now, ASAP, followed by I need my phone back. Banks now claims that Musk att- Elon Musk's attorney paid her attorney to delete the evidence or whatever, although nothing has been proven, Musk and Grimes recently unfollowed each other on social media, prompting rumors that the situation has led them to break up. Um, all that shit, I don't give a fuck, uh, but I just want to know, how the fuck did Cecilia Banks, like, did she spit in Russell Crowe's face or some shit like that? What was the no, guy's name? she got spit on and thrown out by Russell Crowe and the RZA. I never liked to talk about like, shit like this, but this one was like, how did you even do that? Yeah, like, uh, besides, like, Elon Musk, like, there's no reason for us to get into his, like, private life or, like, wanting it. Yeah, I don't shit. care about people's I, private that, life. That stuff doesn't really matter. It's fucking hilarious. It, it's funny that Azalea Banks is the person yeah. who has your fucking phone. Yeah. Like, how do you have, like, someone who recorded herself sacrificing a chicken on some satanic shit I didn't into see your that. house? I didn't see that, but I... 
That that and that's a weird triz, man. That's a weird trizzy that you're trying to run right there. He's a weird dude. You have a very distinct taste of women, cause that's because uh, to each his own, man. I'm not gonna judge nobody, but Grimes isn't the most conventionally attractive woman. Azalea Banks is, for all sakes and purposes, mentally ill. One thousand percent. It should to be say a, the least. It should be a crime to have sex with her, cause she can't consent. She's not smart enough to consent. Uh dude, I don't know. All right, so moving along from that, we're gonna talk about one of my favorite. What, what would it be? Uh, DJs. Artist? Yeah. Kejanada dropped uh, four new mixes. Uh, so it was uh, a Sade record. I think it might have been two Sade records and two Child records. Or it might have been one Sade record and one Child record. The, uh, the song that was playing in the beginning was a Sade mix that he did with uh, Kiss of Love. Um, which was already a great song. Kejanada does it for me every time. Oh, also, we opened Pause. That. Yeah, that's what it was. Like... That soul, like that Sade song, is soulful while it's being upbeat, and it uses a lot of bass line, and it's sped up a little bit. That's exactly what run, that that. If for anybody wants to know, like what my music taste is, majority of the time that I listen to, I listen to that Sade record on the way back from 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 New York on the flight. Cause yeah. shout out to JetBlue, but this time JetBlue was not the way to, to go to come back. Cause I think their internet, their Wi-Fi was down. And the TVs were down, so you had to have some shit to do on your phone. You might as well just jerk off in the seat. So I had barely any any service. I, I had no service. So basically, the songs that were preloaded before I took off were the only songs I could play. So this was my playlist for the trip. Uh, Flashing Lights was playing. <laughs> Flashing. We lights, Major. Lights. Last Call. The Sade Records. And the Sade and Child Records. So I basically listened to Flashing Lights. Like 18 times. Way more than 18 Jesus, times. Nigga. You're probably sick of that song. I listen to Last Call, which is a 14-minute record. That's the best song to listen to. Maybe like 30 times. Jesus, nigga. We Major, I listened to like 20 times. And the Sade record, I got it to finally load like 30 minutes before my plane was about to land. Yeah. I, I listen to that Sade record a lot. I listen to that Sade record at least like 30 times. That record's three, to three minutes. I think Sade has that... Amazing pocket of being soulful and upbeat that like it's so hard it's so soothing. Erica Badu like, can do it. Like yeah, it's, it's very so few rare. who could do that. Like, so but rare. I feel like what Kitchenada did is made the song upbeat because the song essentially is not upbeat. Yeah. It's a very somber slow song. It's a normal Shade record. I like that. That record's still like one of my favorite records of hers. But I like what he does with his music pick. Like, it's, it, it's shit that you can tell that he actually listens to and he yeah. mixes. Like, he mixed the Janet Jackson. He, he mixed a lot of Janet Jackson. He mixed the... Uh, I have I have here saved. So, he mixed... Some of my favorite mixes is... is uh He did um a TLC record. Yeah. He did a Kiss of Life record. He did a Janet Jackson if um he mixed it. um He did... What else? What's the TLC record? Oh, he did Flipping on You was the TLC record. I like that record a lot. Um... To me, Kedronada is like one of those unknown sung heroes. Like, unsung heroes, like Thundercat type shit. Yeah, like Thundercat. Like, a lot of people know who Kedronada is. Like, sort of, it's just, it's, he's like doomed to me. They know him without knowing him. Because they'll yeah. probably know a song and they'll be like, oh, I didn't know he Or he, they know somebody who, who tries to do the things that he does. Or they'll, they'll like a song and not know that Kedronada, like, was, did the mix. Yeah. Or made the beat. Yeah. Like, if you listen to Gold Link, you've definitely listened to Kedronada beats yeah. before. It's like Doom. I like I like people like that who are always like hitting behind the camera who are very essential. Like you don't really see Kitchen out a lot, 
but he always puts out anytime you see him he puts out dope shit yeah like 1000% Kitchen is like probably one of my favorite DJs right now 1000% his mixes That's are fair. crazy I don't really like Kitchen I like that but I respect him man uh One Punch Man trailer yo One That's Punch all you. Man it's coming back for season 2 it's, I've never watched it so the trailer came out August 12th it's coming back early 2019 uh, One Punch Man is amazing. It's an anime that makes fun of other animes. So that's pretty hilarious. Yeah, basically, uh, do you know the premise of this? Of the no, show? I don't know the plot or anything about the show. All right, so it's basically this guy. He wanted to be a hero. Yeah. Suddenly, he becomes a hero. Yeah. And he beats every enemy with one punch. What the fuck? So everything is it like a super serious anime where it's like everyone else in the universe? Stuff like that, yeah. Everyone else in the universe is serious. Except him. Oh, so he's like Dan. Like, remember when we told you the story about Dan and Street Fighter, right? Yes. Where it's like, uh, it's like so. But the thing, he's not a. He wants to be a superhero. So did Dan. But he just keeps beating everyone. All right, so to, to get the background, we were at uh, a barcade. Yeah. Um, and it was my first time playing this. So yeah, we're playing Marvel vs. Capcom two, and um, you picked Dan, and my cousin told him that like, yo, do you know who Dan actually is? And he was like, no. And this, I've, I've heard this story because my cousins are very into games and shit like that early on. So, DC made a character copying one of Street Fighter's characters, if I'm, if I'm correct. Yeah. So, they made a, a purposely, a, a purposely bad character who's like a, a mock of one of their characters to put into the Street Fighter thing. Like, if you ever get beat by Dan, you're a complete loser because Dan yeah. is horrible. I didn't know this. I picked Dan and I lost horribly. Well, 1,000%. Dan is completely trash. But the thing is, like, One Punch Man... Uh, his name is Saitama. He just wants an enemy that's worthy because he just kills everything in one punch. It's super yeah. unsatisfying. So everyone else is getting their ass whooped and like th- there's like drama and then he just comes and he's like... How long has it been since that thing came out? It's one punch man. So... Honestly, it, well, the first season's what year? I think it came in 2016. Oh, I thought this was I thought this was a lot older than what it, what it is. No, no. I thought a, One Punch a, Man was like two thousand nine or something. It's they a just coming out with season two. New. And yeah, so yeah, two years to make it. it What's coming out two thousand nineteen? So three years to make it. It's not. It's not bad. It's like the Atlanta turnover time. When did One Punch Man come out? It came out in twenty fifteen. All right, so yeah, four years to to make the new. To the make new. The, which is which is because anime. If you guys like, I watched it on Tyler's show that he had on um Viceland. The uh, nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. So he was, he was, what he was uh, showing that takes like a lot of skill that I didn't know was the claymation acting thing. Yeah. So claymation is shot frame by frame. I did not know that. And you got to make all the characters. Yeah, all you got to make all the characters. You got to make all the characters do everything. Like that can be a very tedious job. So like robot chicken into perspective. Yeah. So anime, I'm pretty sure it takes a long time to make as well. So also a lot of animes. Don't get more than one season. Like, a lot of them just... Are a lot of animes one-offs? They just don't get renewed. Huh. Maybe that's why there's so much fucking animes, because they just make another anime. Yeah, there's a lot of very Because all the animes I've seen are like... If you want to go down the rabbit hole, you can get some weird anime. Yeah, there's lots of weird animes. There's a um, lot of weird anime. A lot of devil animes. There's a lot of hentai anime, but this is not <laughs> one of those podcasts. Uh, we're not here to talk about that. But One Punch Man is like a cult classic now. Yeah. Everyone likes it. And it's coming back, so... Favorite, Shout out One Punch Favorite Man. anime for the, the anime nerds out here? My favorite yeah. anime? Full Metal Alchemist? Either Full Metal or, or Cabo or, Bebop. Or, who, Cabo Bebop is good. I like uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. You ever watch Slam? Yeah. This is, uh, By the way, I'm a complete poser right now, because I just, I just know people who watch anime. I've never watched any of these animes before. Like, I've never seen the Akira movie. Oh, um, that one's good. 
The only anime that I watched once was a, it was like an anime where it was a movie and it was like a. Essentially, it was like a girl going through a ghost town and shit like that. You've definitely seen it because we've spoke about this before. I just probably don't know the name. Yeah, you probably the, a ghost town. Yeah, it was like it was like basically like her going through a ghost town looking for like some demon or some shit. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know, but I watched like. The very basic animes, like the one you watched growing up, like Yu Yu, and you watched. Well, yeah, if if if, if, DBZ, if yeah, Naruto. DBZ. If you if you want to, Dragon Ball Z was definitely anime yeah. that I watched. Ryu, Pokemon, and then uh, like I watched kind of like the the remastered ones, like Hunter Hunter, Berserk, Samurai Champloo. Yeah, this uh, is this shit. is for all you anime nerds out here. I, uh, I just watch. I'm anime not heavy into shirts. anime. I'm not watching fucking like hentai anime. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm watching My Hero Academia, and there's basically shout out Momo. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, what was that? What was the anime that I have that is the, sh- the shirt? The, the shirt. Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, I heard that's that anime was really. That's good. one of my favorite. Anime. I wore that shirt in New York and mad people like yo nice shirt. That's the only time everybody because I feel like it's just nerd niggas that yeah. they don't get. They're like yo nice shirt, bro. That's yo, a dope shirt. Yo, nerd niggas don't care. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I had to look down at myself. What the fuck should I have on that? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, it makes sense. So people actually thought that I was like. Dope. Yo, you watch that and I'm like, yo, that's dope. And I'm like, you might as well try it, bro. I mean, I might as well. The, the amount of compliments I got on that show, which is a Uniqlo uh, fucking collab shirt that was like yeah. 14 bucks. But that shirt's super dope. dope. I, that fit that I have on that shirt was hard. I wanted it. I that's that's I undestocked I, I the uh, Sean Weatherspoon with that shirt. For that shirt. one? With the olive joint thing? Yeah, yeah. That so. was a vibe. That's a little that's a little light date that's vibe. Little that's a, that was a vibe. <laughs> that was a vibe right yeah, there. Yeah, shout out Yu Yu Hakusho. Shout out Botan. Alright, so we're going to end this with one of the brands that we like a lot. It's, it's kind of like I Milan Dior. I think it's in like the same realm. Noah has a, yeah, a, a, top three as well. a new uh, fall winter collab. I'm not collab. Why do I keep saying fucking collab? There's, there's so much fucking collabs nowadays. So it's like a human rights rebel, like rugby vibe. It's very tailored. It's um. Like, Alright, the perfect way to describe it is imagine like um, a college in 1990 and they were protesting something and this is how they all dressed. I have something to say about the way it shot, but I'm gonna keep this to after because I have like some shit up my sleeve for this. Yeah. But I love the way this is shot. It's I like very the cool. I like the coloring in this and how people are come across in this. It's very the very pieces dope. very cool. They got some straight edge stuff, which I think like it's kind of corny, but I understand what it's for. I like it. I, I, I I'm t- I'm into the prep swag. I've yeah, always I'm been into it too. Swag. Like I guess the double breasted coat. I love that. Yeah, like I guess you could call me straight edge because I don't do that shit. But <laughs> look at look at look at picture number. What is it at? Number nineteen. That one's hilarious. It's 19? a it, it's a double breasted green coat. Uh, he oh, has the guy the, with the yellow gloves. Yeah, he has a penny lovers, but the thing is, it's funny, he has knitted yellow gloves. Yeah. And a knitted blue hat like that. Like it's, it's funny. How how they set things up is a lot. It's it's different from other brands. Like and the way the people who they get is very it's very useful in the sense yeah. of like which is necessary because yeah. Brandon's like fucking forty something. It's very if it's very culture is what I'm saying. That's that's the difference between New York brands and other brands. It's, it's like the, the people who they have in here. They have a black guy. They have a, a white chick. But it looks like they all come from different walks of life right. as well. Like, oof, that number 30, that coat is hard. Number 30? Yeah, look at that coat that that kid has on. It's a white and blue, like a... Uh, the, the yellow and blue? Yeah, the yellow and blue one. Hard. That's a hard I like the... Well, it, it looks like a Canadian goose mixed with a Gore-Tex type vibe. It's hard. It's I hard. honestly like slide two a lot. Alright, I'll pass that one already. This nigga goes from 30 to 2 right away. And slide 5. 2, yeah, that definitely is your vibe. 5 is, 
That is your vibe and well. and nine. So far, so, so <laughs> just to give you guys a, a backstory, that uh, what Andrew vibe is. Uh, if you guys want to go see this, or you can go on no and look at it. It's a uh, side five is a rugby. Well, yellow and white. I mean, white and blue rugby with red writing on it, and looks like to me khaki shorts, and then it has like. I think they didn't collab with Vans because that looks like Vans to me. Number two is a kid sitting on a piano with penny loafers, uh, cream socks, uh, like a gray creamish checkered uh, pants, and, and the blazers coat. and the rugby under it. This is definitely A B Dash's vibe. Let it be known, I'll never wear penny loafers. Why not? I kind of like penny loafers to be honest. It's not my thing. I like penny loafers. I like I like the little vibe that the penny loafer brings. Like it very it brings it's, a very Lux. If I just, I'm a doctor vibe. If I just finish, uh, box beating, and I, like I have to go out, like and throw pick, the penny loafs, throw on the penny loafs, go to CVS, pick up that Plan B. That's probably the only time I wear penny loafers. That would be that's a weird time to wear penny loafers. Is it though? Yes, it's a very weird time to wear penny loafers. I I'll come out there with pajama shorts and the blazer top. Oh, I didn't, I didn't have this written down, but what what music have you been listening to recently? Shit. Anything so, comes off the top of the head. Um, the new. Uh, just today, Knowledge dropped a beat tape. Oh, not, a, not a beat well, tape. What what what's in the Knowledge? Can you talk about the Knowledge thing. Um, so Knowledge, um, he did the B side for his Tupac tape. So there's mm-hmm. four new songs. Uh, just reworked Tupac songs with his own style on it. That came out today. So he does he does he does he do like a mix like K Tron or what does he do? What he basically like? like reworked Tupac songs. In, so he mixes entirely. it. Yeah, he, he remixes just, it. Then. Uh, so I and, always find it weird. Okay, what are you saying? No, and then uh. Just want to give a shout out to Mitski. She dropped a project called "Be the Cowboy," and that's like really Who's good. Mitski, Mitski, uh, she was on Hannibal Buress's podcast. Is it the Asian chick? Yeah, she's insane. What music does she make? Because I I watch the Hannibal Buress podcast. Cause I just watch it random randomly all the time. She's super dope. You're talking about the girl who like grew up in Korea. Yeah, the girl who scared. who was sitting on the floor and she was talking about. Yeah. The, I know exactly what you're talking about. Her she's name is Mitski. Mitski. Mits M I T S K I. Okay. So Mitski. Mitski. She dropped a project. Uh, she makes like really cool lo-fi indie out rock. So she makes she like kind like, of punk rock music. And I'm gonna say the music sounds like that, but she also incorporates a lot of strings and pianos, and her voice is like really luscious. Cause her vibe was dope. Like I, I liked the vibe when I when we were talking. Like her life was very interesting to me. Yeah. Cause I, I just randomly clicked on it. Cause I like the Hannibal broadcast. Like that, I definitely think we should get a, a little beat thing. What's what's the little shit that he that you move around and, and it makes the noise? It's a therm uh, a thermon. That's what it's called. Thermin. The shit that Hannibal Burns always like wiggles his feet, his like all the nah, guests do it, and he's just doing it. When, when we get off, I'll show you. Cause right. is that your first Hannibal Burns? Uh, That's the first podcast? one I remember listening. To. That's why, cause she didn't do it. She didn't have it. They just had the beat making shit, yeah, like which is fire. People go check out the Hannibal Burns podcast, cause that shit's super dope. Like what they do is like very like in pocket and, and interactive. It's, it's really it's, dope. It's cool. Um. But yeah, but, big shout out to her. Yeah, her story was pretty dope. So I wanted to know what kind of music she made. I just didn't get around to listening to any of the music because yeah. like after that, I watched another another Hannibal podcast. She's most well noted for um, her lyrics and her songwriting. Does she have like any like huge records? Not huge records because her scene is in like. Really uh-huh, yeah, that's thing. dope. Like, but like she's very like her newest album that came out last week got like a nine on Pitchfork. Her shit was pretty. Her story was pretty good because she was very interesting to me that I caught from her was that she said that every time she moved, well, every time she moved because her father was in the military, so yeah. every time she moved, she would be a different person, like on purpose. Yeah. Like one time she see what she could be. Yeah. She one time she'd be a popular girl. The next time she'd be a girl that never talked, and the next time she'd be like a quiet girl, who, like around the guys and stuff like that. What I found funny about her life is like. 
She moved to Alabama by herself. Yeah. Who the fuck moved to Alabama? Oh, she went to an art school. Who who wants to move to Alabama? Well, yeah, she did go to art school, but I was like, who wants to... She lives in Japan, and she yeah. said she didn't like Japan, so she moved out of Japan. I think they went to Germany, and then yep. they went to Alabama. She, she lived in Brooklyn, and stuff like that. Like, her life is very well-versed. Like, you... I don't know how old she is, but... Her life was... The thing that I liked about it is that her... She's 27. She's 27, so... Her life, she's done a lot in her life by the time she was turning 18 already. She was, like, already experimenting heavy. So, yeah. you can already tell that she was a very artistic person in general. So, I wanted to figure out what kind of music she's like. She Also, like, she didn't start making music until she went to the art school. See, that's dope. Like, yeah. that's, like, like she, the same thing with me. Like, when Amari Starmar said that he didn't start playing basketball until junior year. Like, you know how fucking talented you have to be to start playing basketball until your junior like year? Go to college for a year and go to the NBA and be, like, one of the best players. It's insane. Like, that. that's an insane amount of talent that you have. Yes, yeah, I think she's really talented. So what's her new album called? It's called Be the Cowboy. Be the Cowboy. Um, that if, sounds like something she would name. If that's album. your intro to her, I wouldn't I wouldn't start with that. I would start with uh, the one that came up before this, which is called Puberty 2. Yeah. That's some of her more uh, well-known By the way, by, by her titles of the albums is, like, exactly the vibe that I got from her. Yes. That's she has, exactly She has another is. project called Bury Me at Makeout Creek. So, yeah, like, yeah. she's pretty angsty. And her vibe, I just like her vibe, like her vibe. Bro. Like I don't think she's attractive or anything, but I like oh, her vibe. No, I think she's bad. You, you think she's bad? Yeah. You, that's I definitely a girl. Bad. I think you would think that she's bad. Like watch her tiny desk. She has like. Oh, bro, she got a tiny desk. She got too? A tiny desk. She got like no makeup on. Sure. She got like mad acne, but like yo, I would slap. You just like the creativity of her. That's what yeah. I is. think she's really cool. All right, In so all you listen to anything else? Which the knowledge, the Miski. Knowledge, Miski. You um, you actually listen to the album? What Miski album? Yeah. Yeah. So what would you think about the album? Uh, all right. So I feel this, I like, I like all her albums. I say that, but yeah. out of all the ones I like, it's not in the top one. How much albums has she got out right now? Four. All right. Four, so it's, it's not even in the top four for you. Well, it's number four for you. It's four or three. It's oh, four or three. All right. But it's still really good. It's it, it dwells too much into other genres. Uh-huh. And the songs are really short, and they're never like really conceptualized. Yeah. So but they're still enjoyable. The vibe that I got that she was gonna be like is like. Little Dragons, no. Death Punch. That's the vibe that I was getting. I was no, like, oh, maybe sad. she's going to be like that festival rocket chick. Nah, this chick is like... She, but she's, she's like grunge. Like Sometimes she's whispering, sometimes she's screaming, but it's all really emotional. And I'm like screaming like metal band screaming, but like she's like... That's pretty fucking interesting. I yeah, think I might check out her shit. Um, so I always find it weird that in New York, my music taste is like all over the fucking place. What were you listening to in New York? So in New York, I was listening to... A lot of Dave East, a lot of Vado, which I, if, if you don't know who Vado is, Vado is a Harlem rapper. He used to rap with Dipset and shit like that, but like late in the Dipset thing. He's, I, I love Vado's shit, Stomflu 2, Bank Sinatra, like Vado's shit. But then I would like get out of that realm of like New York hip hop. Yeah. And then listen to shit like Doom. I was dealing with, but Doom is like a New York hip hop shit. But then I would switch and deal with like, I'm, I'm a very like soulful. Like, that Sade shit that I played in the beginning is definitely, like, my type of vibe. So, I was in, like, a Sade vibe. Um, I have a lot of R&B playlists, so I was listening to Alicia Keys, uh, John, early John Legend shit. But then I was listening to Childish Gambino's The Camp. Yeah. And also Common. Put on Common after Look, oh, Common is definitely. I wouldn't say it was after, but Common is definitely one of my favorite rappers. I listen to a lot of Drake on this on this on this trip. What Drake did you listen to? Um, you listen to Scorpion? No, no. 
I listened to uh, nothing was the same, and I listened to and I listened to a little bit of um. I listened to Wednesday from um. If you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. Um, and then I listened to a lot of the early shit, the So Far Gone and stuff like that. Um, what else did I listen to? I was listening to Fab, of course. I listened to a lot of um the internet, like my music was all over. I listened to Jada. I was listening to Hove, of course. Hove is always in my my playlist. Um. Kanye, I listen to a lot too. Right. Oh. I think while the hiatus happened, I listened to a lot of music that dropped in the summer that kind of like. See, yeah, you did. Oh, you did the opposite of what I did. I went back into the bag of like old shit, and you went into the shit that because I didn't listen to Travis album as well. Like when I was in New York, I feel like I was super disconnected. Like I, I, like if I hit you up, it was I was hitting you up three hours after. Like I was being like that girl who you like and she doesn't respond on purpose. Yeah. Except I was never checking my phone. She's the type that like scroll. Brings down the notification bar to read what you said and then swipe it away. That's some dick shit. That's some dick if, shit. If you're a girl who do that, you're a scumbag, my nigga. Just like, don't, just either block his number or tell that nigga you're not interested. But not times out of ten, if a girl does that, she's interested in you. Yeah, she just That's fucking weird, my nigga. Like, just, like, you, like just, just hit if, me up and yeah, we can go out, bro. If you're available to message me and you want to message me, then how about you message me? Biggest thing I'm going to tell niggas is don't make yourself so available. If you're making plans with a girl and she's like, I can't do this date, can you do this date, can you do that date? Because it's a fucking mind game. Alright, so if I tell you, can you go out this weekend, you say no, and then you hit me up in the weekend like, yo, you still want to go out, say no. Facts. Don't make yourself so available. Like, like yo, you missed your chance, I got other shit going on. Yeah, like, like, like I, I I'm not a mind game type person, but if you're definitely dealing with that, like... And mm. it's, it's easy to spot, but at the same time, my nigga, if you really like her... You know, just, just go out. That's the me. thing. If you, if you really like If you her. really like Shorty, it's going to be a different bag. Like, ladies, if a guy really likes you, he's going to make it known that he likes you. 1,000%. Don't fall into the... Same things with guys, too. A girl's going to let you but know... But it's not always positive. Too. Yeah. Sometimes, like, he'll, like, do all the crazy, like, cool Twitter affectionate shit. Or he could blow your spot up. I de- shoot your crib up. I'm definitely not a social media guy. I'll hit you up by yourself. Oh, this is what I was getting at, too. I listened to a lot of Ross this time. Why? They just did a port of Miami? I listened to Port of Miami. I listened to, uh, what's that album he dropped like two years ago? What was the album he dropped two years ago? Like the Jay Z track. He has Jay Z track almost every album. Oh. So all right, let me go down Ross's Ross's discography right now because I have it in here, but it's not showing me the albums. Oh, while you're looking through that, I want to give a big shout out to a band called Heinz. They're an all girl band from Madrid, and they're making big moves out here in the states. So shout out Heinz. Got anything else? Like what type of music they make? They make like garage rock, lo-fi, like you like of, lo-fi music. Yeah, a lot of like vocal layering style stuff. Um, yeah. Plus, I have a crush on Anna Parodi. So That's there we go. We're getting to the nitty gritty right now. You know, I I find it like I was looking on Spotify on like one of the places that popped up for me is like lo-fi music, and I'm like, who the fuck listens to lo-fi? I don't because the way that they describe things like that is always weird. Lo-fi is really broad category. Yeah, like well, the thing. Well, every music genre is yeah. pretty broad, but um. The thing that, like, I noticed is that who the fuck is Spotify and all these companies paying, like, to do ads and shit for them? Or not even ads. Like, do, like, these playlists for Because it's always, like, hey, you want to check out this new Supreme band or some shit like that? Like, using, <laughs> like, like no, I heard that. I, that, that yeah, like, it's like using little hint words that Supreme is a huge thing. It's yeah. using little hint. Like, I noticed that. I was going to say about that, about the J. Cole uh, freestyle, where he says that um, it's the album of the year freestyle. Like, that's good word playing, because it's like, yo, year. you heard of the J. Cole album of the year. 
freestyle. Yeah, it's just like what Khaled does with his records as well, where every record is like one word off of his his previous record. So when you search one record, you're gonna hear you're gonna search the other other records gonna pop up as well, yeah, and you're gonna look for them. All right, so the the last album that dropped was uh, "Rather You Than Me." Rather you than me. That was a Rick Ross album that dropped. That album was hard. Teflon Dunk album is hard. Mastermind is hard. Port of Miami is hard. God forgives I don't is hard. Deeper than rap is hard. God forgives I don't is super hard. Trilla is hard. One thing that I'm getting with with this is Ross is super underrated. Super underrated. If you listen to the bars that Ross has on some of these songs, it's dog. It's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. Ross does his fucking thing. Does what is it, what labels he signed to? I want to say Def Jam. Let me see. Let I don't me think see. they promote, promote him enough. Definitely not. But Ross always has Ross has his. He signed to Epic Records. Epic. Yeah. So does Ross have a fan base? One thousand percent. Ross has a fan base. I feel like he has people that like him. I don't think he has a fan base. He has a fan base. Ross does like eighty grand every every time he puts out an album. Yeah, and that you have a fan base. Like Bro, the one that Rocky's project that's seventy six. Okay, he has a fan base. All these people have fan bases. Damn, I didn't know where I was going. So yeah, exactly, I, I actually. But like one that thing album. I was going by with the Rick Ross album because my debate used to be in the in like uh, in like 2009, 2010, Who was the better South Southern rapper? It was always Ti, Jeezy, Ross. I don't know if I'm missing anybody. Faces, Faces, like the my favorite. Um, Southern so, so rapper, so it's like Outkast and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm saying like people of like the 2003, 2005, like Ti's King album is nigga. That's a that album ranks very high with me. He's an actor now. Um, Jeezy always was like one of the best rappers to me out of the people from the South. My argument always used to be Jeezy and uh, Ross, but Ross has Ross got some discography for people who don't know. Ross got a real good discography of music that. He makes a lot. Of, one thing that I would say, Ross has one of the best beat selections of all time. I think a lot of people should they let Ross executive produce their albums. I think that's because his voice is like tailored to like really like glamorous, luxury type shit. He picks a lot of good beats. So does Pusha. Yeah. They pick a lot of good beats. They pick beats that work for them. No, I think Ross has an ear where he can pick beats that works for people. I'm saying, like, in general. I think Ross can executive produce a lot of albums. So, leaving that on that, that was all the music that we listened to this this week. Uh, anything else you wanted to say? Fuck. Get, let's shut the fuck out of here, bro. Shut, let's shut the fuck out of here, Thought Talk. Episode 1, one season, season 2. two. Um, we syndicated on Fox we now. Will, we will be back every Thursday. We're not syndicated on Fox. Apple Music, Spotify, Holla at me. Spotify, I see you picking up um, brands and shit. Holla at me. Yo, if Joe Budden gets a billboard, how come we can't get like a little, you know, a little bus stop sign? I wanted to do something like that, but we're going to keep that on the low. So, Tell Talk episode one, season two. Thank we you. out in this bitch. Thanks for having me. Hope your mom's not mad at me.